Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, how are you doing, everyone? Thank you for joining us. Welcome to episode 109. And we're breaking it up a little bit from the past couple weeks. We finally have another guest on the show, and we are happy to welcome the one and only Ryan Stone with us. So he's a relationship <laughs> expert. He's got a lot going on. So, Ryan, how you doing, man? <laughs> I'm fine now. I just like that introduction. Ah, he's good at this stuff. Whatever. Yeah, he's, got, he's a guy who knows things. We brought him on. You know, hey. Yeah, long-time listener, first-time caller. So glad to be here. No, we, and just we're... for you guys, I don't normally drink on a Monday, but I'm going with the Space Invader IPA Amsterdam Brewery up in Canada. Interesting. Yeah, that's one we definitely got to try and get our hands on. And wait, you're telling me Canadians aren't just like us and drink every day of the week? <laughs> well the covid obviously or yeah. i guess yeah i don't know else to do. let you say that <laughs> yeah they've done it it's like uh my girl's work meeting she sees like everybody's day drinking and after lunch everybody gets more pleasant i think that's the one advantage that's happened here <laughs> social harmony <laughs> yeah we've gone back to like 1960s two martini lunches <laughs> exactly go go back to the bar the uh bar in the office yeah get more deals done so mm -hmm. ryan um First of all, first, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, before we go any further, please plug away. Where can people find you? Um, website, YouTube, just plug away. Oh, well, I got the website, ryanstone.com. But that's if you like reading. But, I mean, we're on YouTube. Just come check it out on YouTube. I do a whole bunch of different shows, Breakdown. I kind of, like, when you guys say relationship expert, I wouldn't say that's fair. It's more so that I just got, like, OCD about this kind of stuff. <laughs> And then, so, uh, so yeah, how you, I mean, you can actually describe it be better a, than I can. So how would yeah, you well, describe, a, like, in general? Yeah, well, I used to be a teacher back when I was in the military, like, in fleet school. Yeah. They give you your first shore posting, it was teaching, so I just liked that. I liked actually teaching. And in this case, I used to do, when I was also in the Navy, uh, pickup, like, with mystery, the top hat, and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fun. Plus, I only got to be home, like, a half the year. So if I didn't if I didn't learn how to pick up girls, I'd basically be alone because you can't just be like, hey, this is a nice date. We should meet again in three months because they'll be like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and then I just took those two things and I put them together and then that's where it's there. But yeah, explaining the things, plus the fact that I'm old enough that my, my friend group has gone through the first round of divorces and now they're getting started on the second of sets of marriages. <laughs> so it gives a lot of field research. <laughs> Trial by fire there. What, what, what are you saying having to learn to pick up women in the army? You... uh the uh, uniform Navy. wasn't enough navy my mistake sorry mm -hmm. no, it's a big faux pas but what is it the uniform wasn't enough it would have been except for i told people i wasn't an accountant oh shit! <laughs> i loved that well dude okay the kind of women that like military guys are the worst guys for or worst girls for military guys to date like as <laughs> you just knew something was up when you'd be like when they like see a beret on your thing and they'd be like hey do you know such and such and this guy and this guy and this guy and this guy and you're like oh <laughs> i have you're to like, go <laughs> you're like you have yeah. a lot of friends what's going on here <laughs> yeah a lot of people you know a lot too much i just wanted to play modern warfare i don't want this nonsense <laughs> yeah right mm -hmm. so so let me ask you then uh as you've been doing this uh is it more people like our age and our thirties or is it more people in twenties that seem to be responding and following up with you, like with questions or, or feedback? Actually, it's funny. We got two, two bell curves. The first group, I call them like the, the never have or have, or I had a name for it, whatever the guys like 25 to 30, mm -hmm. 
those are the ones that haven't been married yet. They maybe had some troubles even getting there and they want. The other group are the guys at 40 who are like mm. either the, the rough spot in their marriage or they're pretty much going through the throes of divorce and then how they go through there. So it's it's really just about those two different life changes on guys, which is neat. Mostly because the guys that are closer to the 40, they're fearless. They'll do whatever. <laughs> and they learn this stuff rather quick. The guys who are like 25 to 32, it's like pulling teeth to get them to do anything. Now, I don't know. Maybe it's because I was raised on a ranch. Maybe it's because of the military thing. But the idea of just like not doing things kind of irks me. And I can't blame them on being millennials because I'm a millennial. So I got nothing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we used to we used to mess around. I mean, every, I think that's the one thing every guy knows that if you ever do want to pick up a girl, you just you can't care. You can't try too hard. And it's funny because every guy we know, as soon as they got a girlfriend, they're like, now girls are hitting on me. It's like because you're not caring. You don't try. You're like, yeah, the confidence is there. Well, yeah, it's it's little things, subtle things. Like girls are very good at subtext and body language, and when you're not actively trying to to hit on them, they don't get any of that neediness off of you. It's totally accidental. Of course, I was stupid when that first happened to me. Like you caught on to it when it first happened to me. I got angry and confused. I'm like, why are these guys bugging me? It was like some weird war room conspiracy where they're like, he's hooked. All right, let's go. Let's go fuck with him a bit. Oh, do we can we swear on this or no? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Whatever. You okay, want. good. Just <laughs> drinking's I mean, fucking, but the cussing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're right. drinking on a Monday night, and Jim has a whole bit called Jim's Crusty Corner for a reason. So, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, you're going for that AVGN crowd. <laughs> yeah, we're too old. After a couple beers, we just don't care anymore. So. You are yeah. also, you know, so being someone who's in the gaming as well, uh, one of the funny things I've seen. And especially, I guess it's got ramped up due to COVID, but they've been saying like with the increase in gaming and stuff, there's been a concern of like, you know, guys aren't going out there being social enough. There's a concern about that, but I almost say um, if they are able to game online and talk to girls in an environment where they're comfortable and they gain their confidence talking to girls through that way, is that a good thing if they're able to do that? That's, of course, assuming they're they are doing that. I mean, what's your take on that? I don't know. I don't. I don't even like texting. <laughs> I feel like that's like the most boomer take you're gonna hear from me. But there's just something about face to face that makes all the difference. Mm-hmm. I think online dating did more damage than video games ever have on that. And to be fair, guy I work with, Rolo Tomasi, awesome author. He's been at this for like 15 years. But he had a great article. If it wasn't Xbox, it'd be something else. Yeah. You know, the reference that guys are hiding with the video games and, you know, mm-hmm. they're not going out there and talking to girls and being great little men. It's like, yeah, but if it wasn't that, it, they'd be just doing something else. Yeah. I mean, back in the day, guys were just gambling. And now we're talking about Bitcoin. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. exactly. Instead, of, <laughs> instead of being like alcoholics, guys are smoking weed all day. Yeah. Edibles and this and that. I mean, yeah, you change. Yeah. It's one vice for another. It uh... Exactly. I mean, shit, we've reported on that a lot. Well, reported, listen to me. But uh, there's been a ton of articles, especially during COVID, about people being like, oh, well, now you're just sitting around in Discord servers all day, you know, playing video games the whole time. It's like, what the fuck else am I going to do? Like, shit. Well, to be fair, I wrote a book. <laughs> Touche. Well, no, I hear Touché. you, though. Like, that, your luxury time is usually spent doing other things, and you can't now. I don't know what it's like where you guys are at, but up here, they've just they've decided they can't tell you to stay at home, but they can close everything you go to. So, like, I could go outside and just, like, stand in the street, stare at doors. <laughs> oh, dude, we had that. So, like, we, we had that to an extent, like, for a good couple months. Like, I know Canada's laws are way crazier than ours are with that. So, Oh, yeah, dude. 
I I didn't get a chance to go out and have dinner since March last year. There's been one week, mm. which was like a month ago, where we went out and the bar and the guy was like apologized, like sorry, we only had like 24 hours notice to open. Our menus got like you know bagels and that's it. We're like, give me four of them. I don't care. <laughs> You're just happy to be out of the house. Yeah, I mean we've slowly started to open up, but uh, yeah, I man, I worry not only. Imagine I can't imagine being a, someone in their twenties, the prime time for going out, meeting people, and you're you're in this situation right now. Like that sucks beyond belief. Yeah, and to me, it's not even like whatever. You can have the most people aren't really following quarantine anyway. Yeah. But you never know if that's like a Karen on the other end, who's mm-hmm. gonna like rat you out for not wearing a mask. Get cops called on you, and of course. They show those stupid stories of cops busting down the door because the guy's not wearing a mask on the toilet or something like that. <laughs> it's just weird. But I think it's it's not so much that it's like detrimental to all guys. I think the kind of guys who are maybe on the cusp of being social and then other guys who are like super social, those super social guys go out, they don't care. Right. They'll wear a mask, their nose hanging out and whatever. And Some girls are just so stir crazy, they'll go hang with anybody, stave off boredom. But then the guys who are kind of like, if you pushed them, They'd kind of go out and meet somebody. Now they're just like, yeah, no. That's why, to answer your question before, which I never really got to either, where do I think the online chatting to chicks thing helps? I just don't think it's the same thing. I think that's kind of like saying porn. If you watch enough porn, you'll get good at sex. I just... <laughs> nope. <laughs> I haven't seen any research to support it. Here's my Reddit answer. <laughs> Jim, you said nope way too, too confidently there. Look, bro, I don't know a lot of things in life, but... I do know correlations and ones that don't work out. <laughs> yeah, like to but your whatever. point, especially with the whole dating thing. Like, it was funny. My wife asked me the other day. I forget what the fuck we were watching, but she was just like, "So, are you glad you're not dating?" I was like, "I would be. I couldn't imagine fucking trying to date in this day and age." Like, I've been with my wife since twenty four. No, fucking twenty fourteen. Twenty ten. Started dating. Married since twenty fourteen. So I'm just like, holy shit. Like, I missed a whole generation of like online taking over and like people not really even meeting that much anymore. I was going to say, yeah, because you're like me. You kind of settled down before Tinder became a thing. Yeah, I missed that boat. I mean, what? Yeah. Jim, did you date before then? I had. I wasn't a very good dater before then. I had a couple small relationships, and then by the time I got to the point where I could go out and, like, if I wanted to, I get like, walk away with a number or whatever. Then I was like, oh, I met my wife, and then that went away. I had a very small window of opportunity. Funny how that works, isn't it? As soon as you got good at it, one just swooped you right up. Yeah, right. And back to the point earlier about like girls finally talking to you. So we'd go down to like Irish weekend to the shore, you know, big festival mm-hmm. and shit, going to the bars and dancing around. You know, I'm be- standing there being a drunk jackass, and all of a sudden girls start dancing with me. And they're like, I'm like, oh, uh, okay. We're like trying to wingman a buddy. And the girl's like, you can come closer, you know. I'm like, I got to go see my girlfriend, and then ran away. So I was that classic schlub. Smooth. Yeah, right? Uh... <laughs> Jim is. Jim's Mr. Suave. Let's put it that way. Oh, don't worry about yeah, it. It's, you're not the only one that sticks your foot in your mouth. Closest I got to that one is I was at fleet school. What I was talking about before, teaching. One of my students was doing a security clearance. He had to give him a top secret clearance. And so I'm running through it with them. And I'm like, okay, at this part, put your wife's name. And he puts a name down. Uh, Melissa. And I don't want to dox her or anything, but Melissa, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hey, I remember this girl. I actually talked about her in the book. She was a girl I dated and then left. 
and then got back together with because she got a boob job. But she was the worst girl I've ever dated. <laughs> and then as soon as I said that, one of the other guys, from, we were all in the teacher's lounge, like a big bullpen. One of the guys was like, I remember her. Man, she was fun. And then like four or five instructors were like, oh, yeah, Uh-oh. we used to party Uh-oh. with her all the time. And then the students there sheepishly going, yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> it was like this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And the oh. worst part is because there was a guy who was going to get shit on because he was just because you usually have him stand outside the office when you're going to shit on him, make him stand there at attention so they feel nervous. Yeah. So he heard this. So naturally, the entire class spread about it. And then he was known for that entire semester as the guy whose teacher raped his way. Because oh. <laughs> I opened my stupid mouth. <laughs> That's, oh, that poor guy. That poor yeah. guy. Oh. I don't even want to. I, your guys are way too PG thirteen, but yeah, poor guy in so many ways. She was worse. <laughs> she was worse. I think the only person that's worse than her is Casey Anthony. Wow, <laughs> that's okay, a big that leap right, right there. Holy <laughs> shit, <laughs> big leap. I was trying to think of another girl I could put in between, but I'm like, no, there's that's just like her, then Melissa, then the rest of them. I got nothing. Maybe. What's the Damn. one from Jersey Shore? She can go right below Melissa, like slightly better. Snooky. Snooky. Snooky slightly better. Okay. I see what we're working with here. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Those moments are, uh, there's no, there's almost, it's funny. You, you give, as Jim said, he put you as relationship expert, but I like the advice you give. Talk about that. Like when you say something so out of line with someone you're with. And you get mm-hmm. yourself in that corner mm-hmm. in a relationship, it's almost like, damn. There's almost a moment of you're like, well, I said it. It's out there. <laughs> yeah. Things just set the expectations. It's like, I've always been like this. I was raised on a ranch in the Navy. My parents owned a logging company. It's like, what did you think I sounded like? So I don't I don't mind owning it. Yeah. But I mean, what are they going to do? You guys are attractive men. They're not going to leave you over one silly gaff. So no. it's like, <laughs> that. why should I stress? It's the same idea as caring, trying too hard or caring too hard. Like, you do just yeah. have to, like, you knew all my faults. Like, you know, to pretend like you don't and you you hear me say something or I do something idiotic like me. Like, I do plenty of stupid shit. Mm-hmm. My wife knows me. She's, okay, yeah. it's you. Okay. Like, yeah, you knew what you signed on for. You know, <laughs> it is what it is. Let's put it this way. I drunkenly peed on my wife's cell phone about a month into us dating, and she stuck around. So, Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. I thought, yeah, because her phone was next to uh, an air conditioning vent. So I thought that was a toilet. Oh, so. okay. That makes sense then. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Hen- I was Hen- confused at first, but now it's clear. Jim has had see, many see, drunken boo-boos. Let's put it that way. The fact that his wife stuck around, yeah, after the many drunken es- escapades, like that's... Uh, yeah, it's, a not whole... the, it's not the first time I've heard of a guy peeing on something of his wife's on their first date. So, <laughs> by the way, isn't it weird? I have like two more of those stories that I've heard <laughs> over the years. I guess it's just a thing. But I mean, I tried a road trip. I think either one, you're going to find what the other person's made of very quickly. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yours wasted a lot less gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> well, that's why I love the story from your videos, like, especially the one recently about the guy who got caught with lube and like couldn't just fess up to it. I'm listening to this, and I'm just like, this is a nothing burger right here. And he's, like, having, like, a breakdown about it. Yeah, well, I mean, these guys, too. Like, I've been doing that thing. And I know it's just a subreddit, but it's basically guys swapping notes with each other. And five, six years of that, and you kind of get – there's only six separate stories. And I've heard that one so often. Like, there was one a little bit before. Same just as that, except for the girl. Like, for the guy's birthday, he was kind of getting needy, and he was kind of begging. And so she gives him half a hand job while wearing a latex glove. 
And then she's like, she's tired, finish it off yourself. And it's, it's all these weird, <laughs> embarrassing things that are kind of, I don't want to say relatable because not everybody has them, but you know what I mean? Like you've seen a disinterested wife kind of try to blow you off or a disinterested girl saying, yeah, hey, do it yourself or yeah. well, everybody, nobody's had a perfect track record. That's all no. I'm saying. No, and as, this is the stuff that you don't hear on uh what's another example of like, who would be a person that does that? Dr. Phil, maybe. Or almost like he's Dr. never going to mention it's that. It's like old love line shit. Yeah, they're I, not I mean, going to mention shit like that. They're always going to mention the cool stuff or the girls like, ah, he's smacking me around it, but I want to leave. But he says I do such stupid thing. And they're like, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. No, none of that shit. Yeah, all that shit is, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's funny when I find people too embarrassed to talk. But my favorite is on top of like the lube story, like you had mentioned, I also found it amazing that like we have a friend who uh, they were, let's just say they were together for a super long time. And this mm -hmm. friend was like, his wife or now wife thinks he doesn't watch porn like when she heard everyone was watching it she's with this guy for a long time i'm like number one you know who all of his friends are number two okay like i'm not gonna be the one to out out him but it's like really like uh, like because she heard at like at a bachelor party someone had porn on he's like oh well he wouldn't watch that he doesn't do it. i'm like Okay. Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, if that's where you're at with your relationship, like, that's... go to the Brave browser, type P in the address bar, and yeah. see what happens. It's just uh... P or X, give her. Yeah. Wow. I mean, those. And the worst part, there's girls, there's so many stupid takes on those two, like, where girls are talking about porn is cheating. And you're like, oh, not really. No. If porn no. is cheating, then online shopping is you, like, doing fraud. Like, you know what I mean? There's equivalent to that. Or them reading romance novels. I don't know if your girls are into reading 50 shades of gray but of tons course. of them are oh yeah yeah and no. to the girl brain that's exactly the same thing as you putting on like well not you but you know like any guy putting on whatever video of like brianna banks or whoever or i guess of sterling cooper <laughs> <laughs> it, but that's one of those things it's like i i feel like if, if a girl truly feels that way that a porn is cheating that's just a deep level of insecurity that she ain't getting over yeah, anytime huge. soon so but it, it's over yeah oh yeah. keep on no i like i look at that and i say like okay you're going to be upset about, like, porn. Like, if you think that's cheating, then that's going to be the same type of girl that, like, she'll be like, oh, who's this bitch talking to you on your Facebook? It's like, it's yeah, my cousin. Yeah, but all, you know, those are like... all dealable problems, too, right? Like, how does the guy react to that stuff? Well, there's that, too. So I don't mean yeah. it's a, yeah, and I don't mean it's a guy's responsibility to fix a girl. For, absolutely for not. But a lot of times when girls say things like this, it's because they don't know how they feel about it. And they have this way of processing where they communicate and then the communication helps them figure out what they mean. So if a guy starts acting defensive and getting angry about this stuff, it kind of in her mind, it's like her saying, oh, I think I've hit something here. I think he's acting suspicious, super sus. I think something's up. Yeah. I mean, we can understand it when it's playing Among Us and guy, he's acting sus. They don't yeah. normally talk like that. For some reason, Pornhub and all the rules go out the window. <laughs> but instead of a guy is just like, yeah, but you know, never doing it while, I'm never doing it while we're having sex. Yeah. It's only no. during Shark Week or whatever, and then it probably would go away. But so many guys are so worried about like offending girls out yep. of this weird, deep-seated fear of rejection that they just walk themselves in all kinds of stupid traps. But I mean, I mean you guys are past that now. Obviously, married now, you've learned how to kind of just own who you are, and doesn't really doesn't really apply to you anymore, which is nice. I've pulled the 180 on that with it with one of the exes who asked that like, "Do you watch porn?" I said, "Yeah." Do you want to see what I've seen? And just hold it. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. Like, do you want to watch it? Like, what? Yeah. Yeah, don't. I, I, the idea of the hiding shit is the, the silliness. And uh, yeah. I don't know. 
yeah, but everyone's different, you know. However, it's gonna work for some people; it won't work for others. That's for sure. Yeah, I suppose. I know I don't like the only reason I don't go down that route is because I always focus on the middle of the bell curve. Maybe it's because I had so much time in Reddit that I hate peak Reddit. <laughs> but oh, I don't mean you. I just mean whenever you talk about like the middle of the bell curve, that somebody's gonna bring up the exception and be like, "Yeah, that, what are you gonna do about that?" And I'm just like, "I don't care." <laughs> only one percent of the population is fully autistic. Why did you have to find me? <laughs> and that's and that's how all the posts on there start anyway. So you oh, know, dude. I was walking up to her, and then me being me, autism. It's like, dude, stop, stop. <laughs> like, yeah, the self-deprecation. They have to set it up for failure before they even start. It's killing me. <laughs> You're like, uh... yeah. Shit, I see that stuff, and I'm just like, fuck, man. That was me before the lingo. Shit. I know. And it's weird because you're 2010 ish settled down. So you're like the 2000s. So that's when like the coolest phone to have was like the Razor or the Crazer <laughs> if you wanted the small one. Oh Zoolander. Like I remember trying to get the smallest cell phone you could was the coolest thing. But it to type was impossible and the text was impossible. So you actually had to talk to people. And it's a, mm -hmm. it's a skill we've all kind of lost now. Kind of, I don't know how old you guys are, but do you remember how, how many phone numbers you used to have memorized back when you were a kid? I was about like twelve or fifteen solid numbers I could, yeah, at least. Yeah. And there's still my even my old house number. I I just talked about this with my wife. My two yeah. of my best friends and my old house number. I can still remember. Like I still know it, like the back of my hand. There's only about ten yeah, or same. twelve right now. I still retain, but it's just there's some of them are old numbers that I don't even use anymore. Yeah, that's awesome. That's the part that kind of scares me because we can't. I can't remember. I barely. The only reason I remember my wife's number now. Is because it's it's one number different than mine. She hooked it up oh. that way, which is pretty clever. But nice. but yeah, I don't remember that anymore. Guys who were just using Tinder probably don't remember how to just walk up to a girl in the street and make an ice breaking conversation, which sucks. Because I don't know about you guys. Well, I mean, you guys are obviously YouTubers like me or Twitch streamers. Like dinner parties, mm -hmm. diplomatic functions if you were in the military or just like you know some uh, Gartner function that you're going in the corporate world. Just being able to walk up to people and make conversation and become friendly like that is a huge skill. And I know it was just goofy. It was just about hitting on girls back in the day wearing goofy clothes and that. But I found it worked really good when I talked my I talked my uh, first corporate job into like a $20,000 raise from what I was originally going to get walking yeah. into the position. So, Yeah, the, the skills of being rejected and what that does to your character, if you can keep coming back, it's something I can't stress enough and... Yeah, that that like you just got to go out there. You got to try. You got to you're going to mm -hmm. get rejected. You're not no one ever bats a thousand ever ever. And it's ever. like you know, okay, so that one said no. So all right, your night's not over. Go talk to someone else. Like the give up attitude can really hinder you. And yeah, like you said, if people aren't able to get out there and do that and be social, do the face to face, get read body language, mm -hmm. that's that's going to be a rough uh it's just going to be rough, I feel like, you know. Oh, dude, even now, like, look, you guys right now, we've, I think this is like the second time we've talked. We kind of chat online, but that doesn't count. Yeah, right. Totally able to hold a conversation, like normal fucking people. <laughs> Imagine the kind of person who's like socially awkward trying mm. to start a podcast. Probably can't do it. Probably can't do a YouTube video. That's where that Burger King foot lettuce guy, you remember him? <laughs> they memed his ass yes. because he is like so bad at it. He couldn't even speak into a microphone off a script. Like, you would forget periods and whatever. Yeah. yeah, I, and, That's a throwback. And Shit. there's definitely, it's funny, like, we've, uh, 
you know, when you meet people in real life, it's funny. You talk to them online, then you meet them in real life or something. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. You don't know how to, like, the social cues aren't there. And there's no yeah. teaching. Like, well, I mean, I I guess you would beg to differ. There is teaching that. But, I mean. Well, in situ, obviously not. <laughs> but, yeah, it's uh, it's one of those situations where more and more people are just super comfy right now. You know, they have their online social life. And it's good enough, but like nothing can replicate the being in person face to face. Jim always jokes about that. Jim is the, without a doubt, the online guy. Mm-hmm. When we've gone to conventions and we go out and meet people, I, I'm much more, I want to be in person. I want to be talking to people face to face, making connections. I just do much better doing it that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's something, there's something about it outside. Cause what is it? I can't remember what the studies were. It was something like, like spoken word is 15% of what you're communicating and body language is like 80% and the rest is tone and crap like that. Yeah. It's just something to be said that you really have to do it in person. And more to your point, I actually have a video from a year ago. It's still probably the one that has like the worst comments I've ever had on a video. The <laughs> one, uh, Daniel Bernstein, Rickful. Do you remember him? Twitch streamer killed himself. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, so I remember this because there was this guy on Twitch, like the healthy gamer or something. He was like a, a psychologist or psychiatrist, but he was focusing on gamers. And he was helping this guy out for a year, ended up killing himself. And I was kind of irritated by that because I've kind of got like a, a love-hate relationship with like the psychotherapy industry. Yeah. Mostly because through the military, we have to deal a lot with them. And I found them to be completely as useful as like a wet bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing right like there was this guy here and some like in social things there was so many things that i could see and it's easy to say this in hindsight that could have been fixing like some in-person stuff getting them right. some abundance not getting so worked up over girls and then the psychologist giving them like almost like mbti stuff i was just and that's kind of what got me into to like doing this because i just realized like a lot of guys i've been blessed i had a ton of friends growing up college tons of friends military tons of friends um a lot of structure i used to be on a ranch like there, hard work all that stuff but like a lot of guys just don't have that and so this guy here because he was missing that entire social network for guys mm. basically have to flounder by himself and the only advice he got was like i think one point it was like plug your nose and breathe through the other side and mm. the fuck? it was just ridiculous and then at the end of the day he ends up doing the horrible thing to himself yeah and everybody yeah. acts like oh that's so tragic i'm like dude you were working with him for a year like specifically for his mental health. Do you not think that may be worth a pause in your technique? Anyways, his fan, his stands fucking hate me. (laughs) (laughs) He tried. I'm like, dude, imagine telling, imagine OJ telling his lawyer, well, you tried. It's not going to (laughs) fly. Yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That, that, that's, that's an, that's a really weird situation. I mean, I, I imagine with, with, your channel and your videos like i said i watched a couple of them but like you must uh you must get bombarded with some very interesting comments throughout yours like i can only imagine the goofy hate you get dude it's it's not even goofy like you know how some movies are so bad they're good right yeah Mm -hmm. you can watch the room whatever Mm -hmm. there's things that are bad that's more pity and more often than not, it's just some rambling nonsense. You can always tell because it's like a solid wall of text. And I'm like, I can't, oh, yes. I can't even read what you're shitting on me about, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're like, you went over two paragraphs. We're done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but 
you don't take it personally. You just realize these guys are downloading their problems and you happen to be the scapegoat. It's the internet. You put on your big boy skin. Yeah. It's not like I'm a, a Vox reporter or a Kotaku <laughs> journalist. So I think I'll be fine. Yeah. Now, so... yeah. Uh, have you guys gotten a lot of online hate yet or is that... It's not, not not a lot. Like it, it, it'll it always be random. Video. A couple a couple of videos will get a lot of hate, but for the most part, like <laughs> we don't have that. Like so, like when you said like the raw of text, I, I immediately thought to like our three like big videos. Like you're talking about like giving guy like you know walking guys through a problem or something like that. I'm like we said the wrong Mortal Kombat like character was on a list of like the worst characters <laughs> yeah. ever, and we get a line this long about how Nightwolf is a godsend and we're fucking retards. So like <laughs> yeah, it's never. Like, see, I imagine when you get attacked because it's, you know, you're in theory, your product, your videos are you and giving advice. So they're like almost coming at you. Whereas us, like, yeah, it's more like, oh, your opinions of that game are wrong or you're like talking about this. It's wrong. It's like once in a blue moon, it might be something out of the ordinary. But then I think it's time for me to get the second channel going, become a professional Tekken <laughs> player going after that main man. Sweet I was audience. just about to transition into that because it's funny because. <laughs> Your streams on your gaming channel, which is links will be below Digital mm -hmm. Ryan. So you do these like two, three hour streams, like almost what every day at this point, or like every other day now. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, ten to twelve. Yeah. So you're doing these long ass streams, and it's like it's funny because you're still kind of giving the same like stories or like advice that you always give, but then in the middle of it, you cut off and go, "Motherfucker, I was three pixels off of getting the seventeen hit combo going." I was like, <laughs> "How did this come from?" You gotta keep it casual. Actually, you know what started that? Stefan Molyneux. Do you know this really? guy? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the egg carton they, guy. Yeah. Yeah, the egg carton guy. <laughs> I remember him from back during like amazing atheists and all that, and they were all oh, talking Jesus. about how Dawkins is great. Yeah, and Anita Sarkeesian's an asshole. And I thought it was kind of interesting, but then he kind of got weird. Like after the Joe Rogan thing, I think success got to him, and that's where he was like constantly telling girls like the egg carton shit. <laughs> yeah. So he got nuked off of YouTube, and another guy, um, Roosh V. I don't oh, know if you guys God. know him. I know yeah, Roosh. Okay. Yep. The, yeah, the, and the then he had, sex guy or whatever it was. Yeah. Oh yeah, that all makes you gay. And he was doing that <laughs> podcast with Andy Worski and Brittany Venti, where she basically called him out because she was trad because she made cookies. And then both these guys got like Alex Jones from YouTube, and I was terrified. I'm like, damn it, this is my business now. And so I'm like, okay, I got to do something to like diversify. So I'm like, I'll go on a Twitch. I got to play a game. And then one of the guys suggested, well, you make a Mega Man two reference in your book. How I said, like, picking up girls and facing rejection is like playing Mega Man 2. Mm -hmm. Which it is. It's, the game's fucking brutal. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll start a Twitch channel. And it'll just be, like, gaming stuff and very casual. And it'll be the somewhat similar information. but And then that'll work. And then I'm on that one. And then I realized Twitch, I hate Twitch. I Like, I like some parts of Twitch. I love how you can clip stuff. I don't know. You guys are still on there. Do you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess. Yeah, of course you enjoy Brian's, it. Yes. Brian's the main. No, no, no. Let's it. put it this way. I don't like he had the fun interface. clipping me last time. Well, well, what's <laughs> nice is we've had people now, like, we, we'll set up the moderators or stuff, and I'll say, hey, if you wouldn't mind, run, run a clip of that for me. Because otherwise, nice. I have to download the video, do it myself. And it's just like, yeah, the interface to me isn't the best. Yeah. Well, for me, it's like Gumroad. I don't, it's, like Amazon has their own ecosystem. If you buy a book through Amazon, it's like people who like this book, like this book. And so they generally help you get people to your book and they charge 30% as like a surcharge on the top end of your books for that. Mm -hmm. Gumroad is like, here's the book, good luck. And then you yep. have to like, you have to hustle for every every book sale. Absolutely. I found Twitch was like that because you can't, like I found it hard as hell to build an audience off of Twitch. Whatever audience I had, I can bring it there. 
maybe I maybe I fucked it up. I don't know. But YouTube, I found it to be much better. But I missed the tools where I could like do a two-hour podcast and then clip seven pertinent clips there and do some Joe Rogan shit afterwards. I don't know. I wanted it. I want it. I don't know. We'll see. We, we've tried going down that route with our fucking podcast and like you know just taking certain clips and uploading them separately. It's yeah. like maybe one in the, like a blue moon would ever take off a little bit, but even then, like I wouldn't bring in that much. It's it's give or take. And, and yeah. it's funny like, because doing those smaller clips, it was nice because if somebody didn't want to watch our full podcast, it, it yeah. like, that's a quick way. But I also, for me personally, I felt like, man, are we bombarding people like with too many videos, like one after the other after the other? Like, no, you're not. <laughs> that yeah, well, like, you're that, not. <laughs> well, that's and that's what we're learning is like the attention span of folks is those shorter things so yeah they just oh it's just always you want new 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 like they don't want that like well super spend spend time do a lot of quality do a video like once every couple weeks now Sh- shit out a bunch of like five six minute clips of like you said podcasts this and that and mm-hmm. that can feed the beast for some of them you know well, it's like everybody likes certain things. Some people, for me, I do some long form content, some podcasts, some normal stuff, and everybody kind of likes some things. But the part I like about the clips is they're, like you said, you're, if your podcast gets a thousand views, the clips will get like a hundred. But I'm like, oh, that's ten percent, and that's not a lot of work for ten percent. And then on top of that, they're evergreen, right? Like you guys talking about Super Street Fighter Two on the Sega Genesis. By the way, if you're really a fan, that would have been Mega Man 2, but whatever. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you? But you know what I mean? Like, that'll always be there forever. And then my plan for this was always make enough content. And even if each one only makes me a penny a month, it's enough to carve a living out of. Like, right now, I think I'm up to... Uh, my channel's coming up on three years, and I've got, like, four or 500 videos, which apparently is a lot. That's right, I don't yeah. know. That's not too bad. But that was That's... always my... Oh, is it? No, that's not terrible. I mean, I know some people have been around like 10 years and they have like 4,000 videos up, shit like that. So Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, if everybody watches one of these videos once every month, as long as I get enough videos out that it matters, and then that just means there's enough content for everybody. Like, I would hate, I would hate for somebody to want to watch something, but something wouldn't be there or yeah. not convenient. And now maybe it's the, maybe it's the rancher in me, but I kind of treat this like a plow horse. Like, just keep plugging them out make them as good as you can and get better as making good things fast. And, I don't know, but I mean, you guys have been, cause you've been at it for like, I almost, saw you guys first through Twitch. Years. I, yeah. At long. Yeah. We, yeah. We started no, we, YouTube we, in 13. We started Twitch a couple years after. Yeah. Uh-huh. Twitch, Twitch was like a thing like we would do so sporadically. And then I'd say the past year, basically thanks to COVID. Uh, essentially <laughs> I, was, I was like, you know, I was like, shit, uh, you know, I guess I'll, try to get more consistent with streaming and then that's when i start doing at a minimum every thursday night i i like have plans for others but between being married having kids like your time is uh you know you only get so much time in each day so it's like okay i know i can dedicate every thursday night if i can i would like to do more and it's been we've been lucky like people we've gotten a lot more followers just in this past year um but it's one of those things. It's like you know, you guys, are, still you guys are saving mental health, man. And I know it sounds like I'm bluffing you, but no, it's guys at home. He's been home for two years now. Hasn't been able to do anything. At least watching a guy drink beer, play a game, gives him some <laughs> some amount of like cope, you know, some escape at least. Yeah, some escape. Yeah. And I don't drink, know if you watch it. Drink along it, with us. You're not drinking alone. There. You're drinking with us. Exactly. Not the alcoholic. 
what is the joke the parasocial relationship <laughs> he's just yeah, like yeah. a friend in real life <laughs> exactly no it's uh it's it, it is it is fun doing that and even the channels like i said i i've always been torn i to your point clipping the podcast it's not a hard thing it's one of those things like i said i didn't want to bombard it but i actually now like giving enough of a lag of saying like okay that podcast was out a while ago but sometimes we do specific things like talking about is this game overrated or underrated and someone yeah. doesn't need to watch a two-hour podcast to get to that so if they just want to hear us talk about that specific thing then boom it's there for them dude i love point. stuff like that that's how yeah. i got back into project zomboid because i was like ah should i get this it was sitting in my steam library since what 2013 and i'm like maybe i should try it i gotta stream something and then yeah. one of those like literal five minute things about it was there yeah yeah so yeah no that is that is a great point and it's one of those things where Jim and I said, like, we've we've been doing the YouTube thing. <laughs> we started it a long time ago. It was like, I when I say low grade, it's using a rock band mic on a hockey stick out of a shoe to hold it up. Like, <laughs> That's as not exaggeration. Ter- terrible as it can be. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, well, we then we got serious with the podcast. Then just life happened. And it's just like, as long as we're staying consistent, getting stuff out there on a weekly basis, that's all we're really focused on. Hey, yeah, whatever, worst, right? It's, it's something to do. So shit. Yeah. Like, at, the, at the end of the day as long as you have fun with it i mean shit i mean i know like i play in a band with my brother and it's like oh well that went away for a fucking year so it's like yeah, i guess i'll <laughs> pump out some more content on the page then thank god what do I you have play backup. can i ask what do you play drums ah uh, i was like it better not be bass because i'm like you're really missing out on the opportunity for youtube here bass is huge right now on youtube I know it is too. Friggin' uh, oh, D- Davy, yeah, Davy five hundred four, Davy five hundred four, and the uh, that Norwegian guy or something, the redhead, the young kid. Oh yeah, I don't oh, know his, his name, name either, but I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I was like, I, like if you give me like the chord, the tabs, and like it's only like maybe four chords, I can play a little bass, but like besides that, nah. I need to get a better, I need to get a better setup for my drum mics and shit too. I'm like, yeah. I could always just do that and like fucking go over some other stuff, and that'll be a way to actually practice. Yeah, what's that? But, drink a beer and play a drum. Ooh. <laughs> just get Jim blackout drunk. Yeah. We'll set up. you up. We'll uh, we'll hire some tattoo artists to make you look like Travis Barker, and you'll be the Northeast Philly Travis Barker. There you go. Right. There is nothing better than a fat guy covered in tattoos. So, <laughs> hey, Catfish Cooley does it. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, that's speaking of fitness. That's the thing that's bothered me most. I could have put up with any of this COVID without blinking an eye if they'd have just kept the gyms open. It's the longest I haven't worked out since I was 17, and I'm so irritated. I can't wait. Like, Doug Ford, our premier, I'm like, as soon as I get a chance, man, I'm voting you the fuck out. I don't care how cool your brother was. I don't care how much crack he smoked. You're gone. Yeah, as soon as that hit, it's funny. Uh, January of 2020, me and this dude uh, entered into, like, a weight loss competition. We were both, like, 220s, 230s. Um, we gonna see who could drop below 200 the fastest, basically. So I did it in about 18 or 19 days. And um, I was like, oh, I'm going to keep maintaining, like, going to the gym and shit. And then, yeah, COVID hit. And it's just like, <laughs> motherfuck. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You dropped, like, 20 pounds in 20 days? You used yeah, to be a wrestler? Was, you were chewing um, gum in a sweatsuit, weren't you? I, I, I did, <laughs> I did doing... MMA and jujitsu and stuff. So the weight cutting, I understand. Uh, you know, I... I've always been in sports, but it's one of those things where if you put me in a competition, like yeah. my wife is like, you're so miserable. Like, cause I was down to like 1200 calories a day. I was working uh, out twice a day. I was wearing the sweatsuits. Like I was just like, 
I'm gonna beat this motherfucker. I don't give a shit. Like I don't care what it takes. And Bryce line. Like, he, he was throwing up, saying, "Call me pretty" the whole time. Yeah, nice. It was one of those. As soon as I won, I was like, "All right, I'm going to get like some donuts, some pizza. Like I'm eating all the bad shit I can." Oh, dude, you sound just like my buddy Ben. I used to sail with. He was like that. He was training MMA, and for a lot of times when he had to cut weight, he would take like the old canary suit we had to wear out to sea. He'd be taking the ferry ride from like Vancouver to Victoria or Victoria to Vancouver, wearing the canary suit, skipping rope, chewing gum, spitting with like a garbage bag underneath it. He's like, I need to cut 10 pounds by the time the ferry's done. Jesus. It, it got to the point where I was weighing and like, a, I remember the day I was like, I was 200 point like one. I was oh, like, I was like, I'm going to the gym. I'm sitting there like, and I just have like, I don't know how many layers on. I'm on a bike at the gym. I'm just miserable. I'm like, I'm going to fucking do this. I get home. It's like 99.7. I was like, oh shit. And the goal of this contest was you have to maintain that for three days. So as soon as I hit that number, I was like, all right, I'm just having water here and there. (laughs) Zero salt. (laughs) Yeah. I was like super miserable, but it was one of those things. Like, it's just, I'm going to win. If you put me in a competition, I'm going to get serious about it. Hey, whatever gets you there, gets you there. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. but like you said, then COVID hit, gyms closed. I'm like, oh, fuck. There's only so many push-ups you can do at home. And, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, cool. I prefer going to the gym. I'm with you, too. They even had like a weight. Like uh, you couldn't find weights anywhere. People that bought all the power blocks. You'd have to yeah. buy a set of like 50s for $1,400. And you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, a year later, I've got like some cheap Chinese knockoff power blocks somehow. I don't know how. Toilet paper and free weights were the two things that we lost during COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People sitting there like Rocky Four or Rocky Five, like lifting logs off the ground and wiping the wiping their ass with the tree bark. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> yeah, people got real interesting at that point. <laughs> I still can't figure that one out. Like of all the things to hoard, toilet paper. It's because you know one I mean? asshole one asshole on Facebook went and bought them all and everyone went, Wait, what's going on with the toy is it all going away? Oh my god, I gotta buy it all now. Yeah, like this weird mass hysteria. It's like, I don't remember, I don't remember in 2001, more on terror, all of a sudden being out of like, you know, sweatpants or something like that, right? They never had those weird specific shortages there. It was just, the only thing we were short on was like glassing sand. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And oh, oh, if we made up for that in the past 20 years. (laughs) I mean, that's the same shit. Like, I don't know if you deal with this as much as we do, but oh my God, God forbid there's a big snowstorm coming milk and eggs no matter what store you go to get cleared out like that's the only things people buy from a supermarket like oh, it's just for us yeah but flour. flour flour and yeast okay. that yeah the sourdough the sourdough glut of 2020 holy shit <laughs> yeah yeah that that took off randomly yeah i the amount of people baking bread and doing sourdough especially and i think it was there was a youtube channel that caused it there was this german guy who made sourdough and all of a sudden he was talking about his channel gained like a hundred thousand subscribers overnight and shit like that i think it was the same thing so that one guy ruined an entire industry for an entire city for me <laughs> sons of bitches yeah. the video wasn't also, even that good he just needed dough for 90 minutes and he's like yeah it still is fine even if you need it for this long i'm going well that's great but my girl got really good at making sourdough, so that's all good. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> an hour and a half drive to find flour, but it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so Ryan, and now you, uh, I know you Tekken is obviously that's your main go-to, but is there any other games you've been playing recently that like 
do you just play to kind of mess around or fuck around with or is it still just mainly tekken oh uh, honestly i do like minecraft unironically it's is fun. it cool again or is it not cool again it came back it came back yeah Good. I mean, it, it's one of those games. It's like I, I, I never understand why people hate on a game. Like, if the game is good and people enjoy it, I, I don't get why people give people shit for playing a game that they. Enjoy. Yeah, but I like yeah. it. You can pick it up, pick it up. You put it down. It's like it was like the giant box of Legos, except for I don't have to step on Minecraft blocks. Yeah. Um, Project Zomboid <laughs> and Factorio. Watched a leafy video where he called it like the greatest game for autism. And so I tried it out and I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, I get it now. It's like, you create your own circuit board. And I kind of got hooked on that a bit, but for the longest time, and dude, this is one of those things where like, you know, how guys are like, oh, what's the newest thing? I'm playing the newest thing. Me, I'm the guy who will play a game into the ground. Like for yep. SimCity 4 was out and I played it for like 10 straight years. And that was it. Mm-hmm. I played that on deployments. My buddy used to wake <laughs> me up in my rack. I got like four hours of sleep a night. It's like, hey, my factories aren't working. And I'm like, I haven't slept yet, you asshole. <laughs> but then Bruh, like, yeah. I was, yeah, and I was huge in the Modern Warfare 1, 2, and 3, but then they started adding alien attack with robots, and I gave up that. But but yeah, but right now, Zomboid, Tekken, Factorio, and uh, Minecraft are the big ones. But Tekken, I haven't played it since 3, man. Oh, I forgot how much fun that was. Tekken's amazing. Yeah, still yeah. my favorite 3D fighter for sure. Yeah, back in college. Well, how many more like, are there? Go through. Cool. Like seven now. Uh, up really? to seven and if you don't No, no, I mean like other like... 3D fighters. There was like Virtua Fighters gone, long gone. Yeah, that has been around in ages. Um Soul Calibur still has ones out there. Um like a lot of the games Mortal Kombat tried to do some 3D adaptations which we okay. found fun but they were I was going to say you like the new Mortal Kombats? I tried them. I See, the it. new ones I I actually like a lot. Like MK9 through 11 I like because they're this weird mix where you actually get a story mm-hmm. plus like the x-ray and brutality modes um and going back to 2d after being in such a only 3d fighting games was like all i played yeah and then bringing me back to 2d i was like oh yeah it is kind of nice being a little simpler here like not worrying about 3d plane um i guess like yeah. i missed the like, street fighter 4 i like that one my brother and i used to actually super street fighter 2 in your background right there my brother yeah. and i played that entire childhood Oh, and yeah. I love Mortal but I can't get Mortal Like, I don't get it. I don't get, like, I don't feel the footsies. I don't feel, like, any of the strategy and the tactic you would play in either Street Fighter or Tekken, like, none of it's there, and I don't understand. <laughs> See, well, especially I, with watching you with how you play Tekken. Like, you're a guy, you're the mechanics guy when it comes to your fighting games. Like, definitely. <laughs> not according to my rank right now. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you could stop my ass, but that's not saying anything. But... <laughs> What do you call it? Like, yeah, I mean, if you're, like, I guess with Mortal Kombat, especially the new games, like, the fighting mechanics are, like, they're fine. But, like, there's a reason they're, like, not an Evo. Like, it's just, like, as a fighting game that you buy as a consumer, it's, like, a complete package. Because you get, like, a thousand different modes, a thousand different unlockables that you don't have to, like, actually use money for. You get, like, a full story and, like, a good fighting game, I guess. Whereas, like, you know, yeah, back in the day, it was just, like, oh, the gore thing to make your grandma have a heart attack. So, that was the gimmick that worked for it. But then eventually yeah. they're like, oh, we got to make a real game out of it to survive. Yeah, yeah like I point out. Yeah. yeah, I point out to Jim, like games that are in Evo, the competitive fighting games. I said, the problem is when you get into that competitive mode, you almost, it doesn't matter what character you're using. You're so focused on just the inputs, outputs. Like, like the game is irrelevant at that point. It's just how quickly is it responding to your inputs? So like Street Fighter, like I was like you, I love that game. 
But I said, at the end of the day, especially if you were going against somebody you knew, you're only going to play as your mains. You're never going to fuck around and be like, let me try Zangief, even though I never <laughs> play as him. You're just not going to do that. And then, to me, that takes all the fun out of it. With Mortal Kombat, you'd probably be a little more lenient and be like, because it's not all about mechanics, I really want to try someone I don't know just to see what their crazy-ass moves are, what this is. Uh, okay. It's a different experience. And but for me... You like, hit first, just like, looser. Yeah, it's like it's much more like uh, you want to just have fun. Like whereas the other ones, if you want to compete, then you get real serious. I feel like with those other games, with Mortal Kombat, it's like it's fun and like Jim said, the amount of shit that's in them is just it's mind boggling. Yeah. Oh, and plus Evo is online now. Did you guys see that news? It just came yep. out like last week. Yeah, we talked about that. And, and Sony owns bought, it too. Yeah, Sony mm-hmm. bought it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about that. That's like Disney buying like marvel is it gonna work is it not it did but i haven't watched infinity war since it came out maybe it doesn't stand up maybe it's like garbage pail kids it was cool when i was 12 but now it's kind of ridiculous are these are there's too many 80s and 90s references for the show <laughs> no it's perfect right now right now in yeah. range yeah i mean the marvel thing i was definitely worried about that i know people who love star wars like got more butthurt about the disney thing because they're like, no, oh. it's a Disney. It's like, Star Wars was never like great dialogue, great this or that. Like, calm down. Brian, it's right. an adventure serial. They, yeah. I, uh, if you're gonna get mad at Disney, it's for screwing up the fucking. How do you screw that up? That's like yeah. fucking up cereal. But <laughs> how, how do you and take cereal? it? And just go. Oh. <laughs> we just paid seven billion for this franchise. Okay, you do the first one. You do the second one. You do the third one. What? What's the yeah. story? I don't know. Make it up as you go along. Okay. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, I was so annoyed with that. They had so many cool things they could have done. I mean, whatever. I'm. I remember Transformers when that one came out. I'm used to having my childhood having a big <laughs> shit taken on it. So yeah. I like the first one. I thought it was fun. Really? I don't know. I I tr- the last one, the one that just came out. I kind of like the older ones. All the other ones. I kind of looked at them and I'm like, this movie makes me feel old. I can't follow it. It's like <laughs> autism on the screen. Everything's just <laughs> flashing. Like I'm gonna have a seizure. And I was like, I've never felt old in my life. It's a Michael Bay movie. special. <laughs> yeah. There's too, there's too many moving parts. Like, what, what is this? <laughs> oh, dude, literally. I don't even care about, like, the casual racism that they are accused of having or, like, that the he's a Camaro now. He's not supposed to be a Camaro. And I'm like, whatever. I can get past that. It's just the weird shit. Mm, yeah. Now it's, uh, yeah, but, I mean, for Sony buying Evo, Jim and I just talked about it. It's just a competitive move. It's just one of those things where... Luckily, unless they just decide to go strictly Sony only titles, um, oh, which see, that seems like a crazy. thing Sony would do too. Oh yeah, well, play for little bitches. They they definitely would, but I'm just more happy Nintendo didn't buy it because Nintendo is the worst of all the companies because with the bullshit they would impart on it. Like I know. Like, well, you couldn't have an online Evo run by Nintendo with how they do internet. Yeah, no, they they do don't do fan service well let's put it that way they make good no, first they do, party they do titles fan and great, that's but no they do terrible fan service because they're fans who want to share shit or add shit they're like copyright copyright i'm a little bitch wah, wah. oh, oh they dude did the videos on that too though have you seen those where because it's ultimately we didn't really understand copyright law we didn't know that video game music technically they could do it but most games mm-hmm. would prefer the advertising so they just don't oh, nintendo yeah. was like fullest extent of the law and it actually got it switched on a lot of younger guys to copyright law, oh, yeah. which I'm hoping out of the back end, these guys will eventually become legislators and fix it. Because the fact it, that I can't show Steamboat Mickey <laughs> on my channel is absolutely criminal. Criminal. Well, it, well, I mean, just using video game footage 
it, that's copyright infringement. Like, but like you said, most companies they don't do anything because it's like basically free advertisement, and you yeah. can hide it under the veil. It's of a it's a review, but like in theory, anything being shown on that's a video game footage, every piece of that is copy. Even if you make fan art, that is copyrighted because I've <laughs> like I have a friend who's a wife who who is a lawyer for this, and I've asked like, well, what if we get an artist to do a different rendition of this character? She's like. If it's a likeness that's close enough that they can have a claim to you. So. Yeah, that's like playing being a cover band. You still have to get the uh, the rights to the song. You can't be yeah. BCDC playing, you know, yeah. back in black and expect to get away with it. It's a very strange yeah. thing. But that's I the other it. thing, too. Like a lot of the movie music out of like the 60s and 70s, like people just don't listen to it now because they're they're Nintendo of music. And so you're never going to have a Queen song anywhere that a Zoomer is going to hear about it. They're not going to give a shit about Bohemian Rhapsody. They're not going to care about Led Zeppelin. So we're kind of like, this copyright's so weird and stringent that I think in the long term, people are going to forget it, it, about it hurts Nintendo. Because, like, yeah, if you if you allow people to reuse it, do whatever, like, it just gets it out there. And it reintroduces yeah. a whole new generation, which is why I think most games and game companies are cool with it. Nintendo tried to back off with that whole Nintendo partner program, but they're just still... <laughs> They're they're shitty when it comes to being a company towards right. their fans. You know what? This is this is too good of a segue. So one of the <laughs> topics that I put in here, speaking <laughs> of Nintendo and copyright, yeah, and the lengths that they go to. So this is put up by a random Twitter user known as Acro Arcade, and basically he posted from I don't know if it was his Patreon or another person's Patreon, but someone decided to make a Bowser themed dildo, and they put it up <laughs> through their Patreon store, and they got a copyright claim from Nintendo of America. This is what, so the only thing I could think that is because he called it Bowser. Like, that's got to be it. Like, there's no way they can copyright the collar. Like, that's I don't know, the collar looks thing. pretty iconic there, Brian. I mean, the collar is an old-style dog spike collar, and I know Bowser wears it, but, like, you could argue that that's a, it, the fact that they call it Bowser is what I think really does it. I don't know, those turtle shells at the bottom there, maybe. Yeah, is there I mean, brown turtles? Like back. <laughs> yeah the whole thing you're absolutely right the whole it looks more like something out of a heavy heavy metal magazine than off of bowser i think it's for the name only but <laughs> it's it's i'm staring at this photo right now and i i, I hate does it just get worse than we get <laughs> ryan's wife walks in what the fuck oh, what kind of show are you on seen? <laughs> yeah sure don't ask <laughs> Uh, dude, if you know the family our wives came from, Brian's wife and my wife are actually sisters. So yeah, the shit oh, nice. we have to hear from them. Yeah, but it's one of those deals where like Nintendo, real like this is what you're worried about copywriting. Like this is something I would almost think like, do they even want to put their name in there in that in the yes, ring? Yes, it's with canon this? now. That is what Bowser's cock will look like. <sighs> well, didn't they have the big thing like the Bowsette, or was oh, it Bowette yes, or Bowsette? Bowsette. Did they go down on that one too? I think they went after I, I one of the comments in that like post is actually like Nintendo went after one of the Mario porn parodies and I think they like actually kind of own a part yeah. of it now because they're like this is still our IP we got to have a share in it. So I don't well, think they really care as long as they get thing, their piece. That's a, that's a Japanese company. Do they have to pixelate it now or? <laughs> well, yeah, the whole Bowser thing would be pixelated. <laughs> Does Princess have to cry during the middle of it? Yeah. <laughs> Look with the pixelation, that, that's the ones I've seen. <laughs> she's got to be on a bus being roped, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see this is funny like everybody listening to this right now has to pretend like they have no idea what we're talking about but you yeah. guys know what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. you goddamn now 
<laughs> I've been to Japan. Don't tell me you don't know. You, you can say you don't know, but you fucking know. Yeah. But that's Nintendo for you. I mean, they, they have their priorities, I guess. It's just weird, too. And the modding community has done so many things. Like, hell, I even, back in 2009, I remember taking an old Super Nintendo, gutting the thing, putting a micro ITX board in there, and, like, soldering it up to, like, power cords and soldering a controller in there. I'm surprised that they're not trying to crack down on this stuff because one of your other ones is the guy who put a clock inside of an old Nintendo. Yeah, so I was going to say the transition for that one, I was glad you said that because, you know, I tagged Jim in something and I saw that this one particular artist, Steve Casino, um, I, I, I saw it on a couple different things, but he basically mm -hmm. takes cartridges, um, cuts like a piece out of them and adds a clay uh, 3D model of it. So the the link below will show you the one for TMNT um, Turtles in Time on the Super NES. And he makes it into a really cool art piece, but he does it on so many different cartridges. Um, then Jim, it looks like you found just a whole bunch of like yeah, it, other random ones. It's funny when you brought this up because like me being the Twitter guy, like I see the retro community and there's a certain sect of the retro community that fucking hates like taking any old stuff and like modifying it in the like quote unquote art. So like there's a guy who took a busted PlayStation and he made a lamp mm -hmm. out of it. Or there's a guy who took an NES that was probably busted and he just threw like an old LED clock in there. Shit like that. Or one of them was that we have is a busted PlayStation IO board and a guy put in like a shadow box and made like, you know, the thing to put on your wall out of it. Nice. But it's the kind of funny thing where like, especially in the retro gaming community people are so like on the thing of like preservation and we got to like protect all the old hardware at all costs so it's like kind of almost to an obsession and in a way i get it especially because of my fucking collection but <laughs> in a way even i look at stuff like this and i'm like it's kind of not a big deal there's a hundred million playstations out there like if you want yeah. a playstation still you can get a playstation it reminds See, me of the old car guys <laughs> remember the car guys they're always about mm -hmm. don't like it has to be all the original parts of the old vehicle Oh, it's yeah. kind of the same crap that the guys from the 70s and 80s were talking about now. It's just because we can't afford cars and nobody knows how to drive anymore. Yeah. <laughs> just do it with the Ninja Turtles cartridge. Which, by the way, it does look really cool. I don't know if you guys... Like, is it there an awesome. overlay on this or is it just a link in the description? It, it'll... So I'm going to be posting the video over top uh, showing that. And I'm going to show a few of the other ones he's done. Um, you know, Jim being the collector. So we've talked about this before. Uh, I'm of the opinion, like, th this is... This is this own guy's copy if his mm -hmm. intent was never to do anything with it it's fine um because we've gotten into it before about something jim loved and i hate it where this one asshole was buying like a hundred copies of the same exact game just so he could have a shelf filled with the same exact game because he liked the way it looked what Mary which, which to me that's like <laughs> that's wasteful now you have a hundred copies of the same exact game and you're just doing it for a shelf Whereas if you have, if you bought one single copy of a game, never had an intended, if you want to turn into an art thing, go right ahead. Like now, if this guy bought hundreds of copies of that game and was doing it, okay, then maybe I wouldn't be as cool with it. I do like his little piece of trolling in there where he opens up the cartridge, takes the IO board out and flushes it down a toilet. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Just piss he, is, he has definitely had some gamers freaking reading his comments before. So now he's just doing this to like twist that knife. Oh, well you've seen like, so he's done this to like a couple different Castlevania games. He's done it to all the super Mario games. He's done like, I'm waiting for him to do it to a super rare 
like game. Oh, do it with little get... Samson. Do it with something yeah, like that. Like, do I would like love a to see that. Game. <laughs> Jim, can we send him your Def Jam? No. Jim, you have two of them, and you got them for free. Wait, is Def Jam like a, a super rare one now? Is that like the old it's, Messier no, it's 1980 it's, Opeachy? It's not that it's rare, just for whatever reason. Its price just went whoo, through the roof. Oh, you know what? Ooh, Fuck it. Another good segue. Let's jump into Patreon questions, because that's actually oh, one shit. of them. So, patreon.com slash drink a beer play game, where for as little as two measly dollars a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So, on that note, first up, from Gamer Astral, thoughts on the latest vintage game price increases? What the hell is going on? So, Ryan, I don't know how much you keep up with it, but, like, back when COVID first started, mm-hmm. like, the price on retro games fucking exploded. And like like they the were original high... stuff, or are we talking about like the guys that recreate stuff, like the little mini Nintendo and stuff? No, 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 all the original shit. Like original. they actually the minis went up too because they stopped producing them. But like an old, like say for example, like Def Jam that we were just talking about, like, yeah, like Fight for New York or Vendetta, either one of those. Like back maybe a year or two ago, you could get it for maybe twenty bucks, whatever, complete shit like that. Now right. it's upwards of a hundred, and. The price and like random shit like that, like SmackDown. Here comes the pain. A WWF game, granted, one of the best ones, but <laughs> a WWF game, like it's one of those ones that like you could find anywhere at a thrift store for like a dollar for a decade. All of a sudden, that's the one people wanted because they wanted to relive their childhood. That became a sixty dollar game out of nowhere. So recently, PlayStation just announced they're cutting their support for the PS3, the PS Vita, and the PSP, like the online stores. So mm-hmm. as of like July, you can't buy a game on there anymore. Ancient systems, people weren't downloading that much from them anyway. The typical rage of people. So, all of a sudden, all of those markets just fucking went off the goddamn rails. So, I got two games right here. One, I don't even own a Vita, but my stepdad, or my <laughs> my father-in-law was at a store, and he's like, hey, they got some games here, you want something? So, I was like, ah, oh, maybe I'll get a Vita collection eventually. So, I got this Gravity Rush. Ten bucks. You know what it is now? 130 at a, what? Like a month later. Yep. <laughs> and a game you're familiar with, Brian. A good old puppeteer. I saw <laughs> that price jump too. Yeah, somebody commented on our uh on our page. Yeah, $15 game when I got it like a year ago. Now this is another $130 game out of fucking nowhere just because of like that mad rush of like fear of missing out and like, you know, being an exclusive that never got released anywhere else. That's what I'm wondering. Is this a supply demand or is this like a black market driving the prices on these things? Both. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, PlayStation, if they're going to be smart, what they'll do is just eventually when they come to a digital market in PS5, they'll re-release all those games on their digital market. And everyone, it's it's the same idea, uh, you know, when people have scares of anything. Like we were talking about earlier with groceries and toilet paper. People yeah. are seeing this is going away. So now you got the asshole scalpers who are going out there and purposefully buying up as much as they can. And this is their, this is their you know, investment. This is uh, like supporting <laughs> GameStop style. Yeah, they, this is what, they, what it is. And then you do have those people who are literally like, legit scared and just like oh fuck i just need this game and with the fluctuation and everyone unfortunately posting it it just drives those prices right up and then those people are going to get stuck paying 130 bucks for puppeteer and i guarantee you in a year when it's released on ps5 digital it'll drive right back down to 10 bucks well that's the thing what do people want do they want do they just want the game or do they want the actual original disc like are these collectors or just gamers 
it's kind of both, but mostly collectors. Yeah. But the problem with a lot of these games is they've never been like re-released anywhere. So mm -hmm. when the storefronts go down, like it's basically gone. Yeah. So I mean, like Puppeteer is not like a super hard to find game right now. Now it's fucking expensive, so now it's a problem. But I mean, if you wanted to find a copy, you could find a copy before. So yeah. it wasn't even in that like layer of like super rare games. But I mean, it's a Sega game. It only came out on the PS3. It was a late game. It had like a smaller release. That kind of deal. So it's mm -hmm. all those things that like add up to you know one of those ones you can go that will probably be worth something when the system goes away that kind of deal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, those guys they'll be the same as the guys who had to collect everything, all the hologram cards from like Upper Deck back in the nineties. <laughs> My brother still has that. My brother's like thirty-eight years old and he still got binders of like the entire <laughs> collection of hockey cards for like a five or six year span. And uh -huh. oh yeah, this they're gonna be worth a fortune and then market bottomed out. I think this is gonna be the same thing. It just sucks for guys that it want is. it now who actually want to play it because the speculators are taking them all. But, I mean, if I made it through the 2008 housing crisis alive, yeah. they'll be it, fine. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. When, when the big boom of, like, when it, you know, I'll say during the AVGN time of, like, video games, mm -hmm. when, when those videos start coming out, NES game prices just shot through the roof. And people were paying outrageous prices for games that they should not have been. And it like Zen Intergalactic for... Ninja. No, I'm saying even more. <laughs> Not even Strider. <laughs> like, like I'm Good saying, like back. Contra became like a fifty dollar game out of nowhere, whereas like now it's back to fifteen, twenty. Like it, it all bottoms out at some point, and yeah. you realize, like you know, my only hope is the assholes that are doing this out of just like trying to drive that. I hope they get screwed with their pricing, and I hope people, you know, the only other thing is it's going to drive more. Um, piracy like if people are going to start emulating these things more and more and figuring out other ways to get it if they really want it you know to be honest mame i found mame was a godsend just to be able to oh, set up yeah. your own build your own arcade cabinet put 500 in there imagine somebody collecting those yeah, i got tron uh the avengers and i got tangent turtles in time and the simpsons game and now yeah. my house is full like exactly yeah. well that's like I the almost, people I, who get all the arcade one-ups because it's like yeah, it's cool, but it's like, holy shit, the space, man. Like, I'd be fine with just a main multi-cade in my basement in the corner. Shit. Yeah. yeah I mean, we're absolutely. all fine with it back when it was Xbox. Remember Xbox Media Center? Now you guys know it as Netflix, basically, but... Oh, yeah, because Xbox did have, like, fucking... That was, like, their streaming thing in, like, 03 or something, wasn't it? Well, it wasn't theirs. It was ripped off. They called it Xbox Media Center. I remember this, because my buddy actually got promoted ahead of me because he modified our petty officer second class's Xbox to play movies. <laughs> and he added a different hard drive in there. And nice. I'm like, I was the perfect employee. But he's like, yeah, but his Xbox rocked. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> salute him, get out of here. I mean, he but did yeah, bring that was value, the coolest let's thing. be honest here. Like yeah. every guy from the 2000s has a two terabyte drive somewhere just full of everything he downloaded off of like the Pirate mm -hmm. Bay. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I don't see any reason why games wouldn't go that way if some idiot's collecting every copy of you know, River City Ransom opening at this time, like, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is the one, this is where I'm going to retire. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like every gamer out there who is even slightly interested in the gaming, you probably have every system from Atari up to at least, uh, you know, Super NES, Sega Genesis and every ROM available, just ready mm -hmm. to be emulated at any, any moment. Cause at the end of the day, if you just care about playing, then just do that. Yeah, I guess speedrunners would be the only ones that might need the heart. Although, what is it? No, you're allowed to use uh, emulators, aren't you, for some of the speedruns? For some of them, yeah, because they have cheats and no cheats and shit like that. Depends yeah. on the uh, one you're going for. Yeah. But that's but yeah, the thing I mean, like, really especially guys, for. Especially guys in our age group, like, what do you call it? Like, you said, like, we're, all, we're like, it's almost funny how, like, kids today don't pirate shit. 
like to us because yeah. like we look at it like well, you just like pay for everything like that can like it, it took me forever to just be like lazy enough to hit buy now on like itunes for like a song i wanted but for yeah. like uh, 10 years i was like there's no way in hell i'm paying for music this is ridiculous yeah. <laughs> it's what but you know what i i feel like piracy is what helped drive that model on itunes because before you were never just getting single songs like you know like you always had to get the full tape you always had to get the full cd this or that or if they did release a single but like honestly when it became digital you were still dealing with cds or full albums and finally they're like well we could just do the song for like a dollar 49 and that's a low enough price point where someone's just gonna go ah fuck it i'll just buy it you know Plus, you notice how many artists stop making filler tracks anymore? Do you remember that? Oh, the whole album and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, track one was good. It was the one that got you hooked. And then track two sucked, and three sucked. But then five eventually was something good again. They just skipped two, three, four, and that stupid little skits and that. And we're like, oh, thank mm-hmm. God. Yeah. When I CDs would have like 20, my album. tracks or something. Yeah. You want to <laughs> listen to the Wu Tang? And I got thirty seconds of hearing old dirty ramble about God knows what before <laughs> yeah. I can even hear the song. I'm like, oh, fucking Jesus. Yeah. Dude, that was like every album at the end of the fucking 90s. All the new metal, all those straight up rap, like everything had that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. New metal. Oh, we're talking like Ragadeth and stuff. Holy jeez, that's getting me nostalgic. <laughs> or are we yeah. thinking like Corn and Limp Biscuit and those guys? I was a Corn Limp Biscuit taproot kid. That's what I was. Ah, uh, yeah. But- Britney Spears for guys. Love it. <laughs> but no, but like you hey, talk about I had rap. my long wild chain of my arm spikes. Oh my god, what am I saying? <laughs> no, but you talk about like yeah, like Eminem and you know, I guess more appropriately, uh I was actually just today, uh when I was running, I was listening to DMX and going through <laughs> It's Dark and Hell is Hot, there's like skit song 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 skit song 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 skit. So it was like I think there's five or six skits within that C D alone. So yeah. Yeah, it sucks though. Speedrunners are really have a hard time if they have to pay a hundred dollars to speedrun God knows what. Yeah, yeah, maybe that, maybe that's why they all stick to like the easy to get ones like the Mario or Mario sixty four and shit like that. Mario Kart. Nobody speedrunning Mario. They're down to like frame data. <laughs> yeah, dude, the world record ones like it's literally just like down to like a minute pixel like split second jump. It's it's yeah. I, I don't autism, have like, I don't have Jesus. enough Ritalin for that. I'm surprised yeah, they don't have drug testing for speed runs now. I know they were talking about that a bit for Evo. <laughs> like, if they want to do drug testing there because Ridlin was giving guys super focus. That would probably actually make sense. Evo, I, if you're doing a competition and there's money on the line, you can probably bet there's some kind of drugs going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, 100% it is. I remember watching those old... There's a documentary about some Korean team. I don't. They weren't playing Tekken or anything, but it was something... might have even been League of Legends. And they were going Probably. through theirs, but they basically sat in that house and they were like running them like they were literally like they were trying to get them as the cell artists for Akira, like in there with a whip. <laughs> get to work. Yep. Yeah. No doubt those kids were drugged up. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, there's no way you pull off that. What do you call it? That what is it? That 15 counter combo move from what is it? Evo 2004 with Chun-Li and Ryu or and uh, Ken. Oh, you're that, talking like, about. Uh, one. Yeah. Daigo. Third strike. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Daigo's counter. Dude, what was that moment thirty six? Moment thirty six. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what it is about that one. I love even my girl watch. My girl hates this shit, but even she watches that and she catches on to the storytelling of it. Like the whole mm-hmm. idea of this guy. This is his life. His life is Street Fighter. And then what's the difficulty that goes into that? And it was a once in a lifetime thing. And it was during the super stressful moment. That's like, they're gonna be an old ass, very obscure reference, but like the nineteen seventy two uh hockey championships between canada and the soviet union where we just gooned the fuck out of them and won the series uh-huh. four to three 
Hey, that was our 1980 boy. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So, Jim, did we have any other Patreon questions? Yeah, we got two more. But real quick, Bri, what was your yeah. first beer and how did you like it? We didn't even go oh. through that normal spiel. Yeah, so I went through with uh, the Naked Brewing Company's Birthday Cat. This was their beer brewed for being in, in business for 11 years. Uh, really good beer, 6.6%. Um, for a hazy IPA, it's still got a little bit more bitterness than you would expect. So it, it, it uh, tastes a little different. But now I've actually moved on to the Valley of Haze. I've talked about this one before. It was between New Trail and Levante. Uh, this is another hazy IPA. And I think this is one of those weird-ass cans where they don't have the percentage on it. But Oh, that's yeah, legal? Yeah, oh yeah oh what? yeah there's plenty of times you just like this is gonna be a surprise and i can tell you this one's easily six or seven percent so yeah and america you guys in your freedom man it's <laughs> glorious isn't it <laughs> but, what about you chambers all right so my first one and actually this is in honor of ryan because a couple months ago you sent me this pickle beer and you're like this looks like the bullshit you guys would drink and i was like yes and i tried to find it and it was out of stock but I get a random mixed pack of beers. So yeah, yeah. one of them in here, which I was not looking forward to drinking, comes to us from the Hen House Brewery. Uh, wait, no, it might not be Hen House, but it's called the Hen House Oyster Stout, ale brewed with whole oysters. And I saw what that the? and I was like, yep, says that shit right the fuck right there. Comes to us from the, uh, yeah, the Hen House Brewing Company out of Sonoma County, California. 4.8% alcohol and... Super dark, typical of a stout. I will say, for the love of thank fucking God, it doesn't taste at all like oysters, because I don't even know what oysters taste like. It just tastes <laughs> like a stout, maybe slightly a little salty. That's it. Oh, and that's I, I was expecting, like, a full chunk of, like, fucking oyster to fall out of the can. Like, almost like... Oh, dude, you gotta at me at, that, at me at that and tweet it. I'm gonna send that to Dr. Lay. That was because I was a psychiatrist <laughs> that deals with men's issues that got me on this pickle beer thing, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> How's this guy? He's like a normie scientist. Why is he talking about non-normie things? Like pickle beer. <laughs> pickle beer. Yeah. You talk to someone normal long enough, they're not normies. There's always there's always a skeleton. Jim, nice. you said that was four point four point eight percent. So that's pretty oh, light. So for it's stout. that's pretty that's very light for yeah, stout. It, it was super easy to drink and shit like that. Like if you want like a light stout, it was fine. So yeah. luckily the oyster once again, I was just expecting the worst. So now I'm drinking the foreign objectly? I don't even Oh, foreign objects. Holy shit. <laughs> See, Words this, is hard. This Jim. is why you need to teach cursive <laughs> writing in school, or else you turn into me on a podcast. So let's see. Batch number three, uh, 6.1% alcohol. It doesn't give like any info about it. It's almost like a mystery beer. So mm. Mosaic and Azeka hops. Yeah. Kiwi, passion fruit, citrus. Looks like it's going to be very citrusy. So nice. Another citrus ale. There's like a billion of them. Now, Ryan, mm. what, uh, how'd that first beer treat you? And then mine, yeah, mine's simple. It's just Amsterdam Breweries, Space Invader. It's a filtered IPA, just heavy on the IBUs. I think this one's a 96, but I could be mistaken. I just like them the bitterer, the better, because I'm from the West Coast. And that's, yeah, they're that's all bitter like, there. Yeah. Um, do me a favor. Make sure, send me a picture that I can, because I, uh, on my site, I've been trying to document as many video game-themed beers as I can, and that I did not come across <laughs> that one. So that's done awesome. and so, done. Awesome. They have a guy with your goofy mug in the background of it there. Nice. <laughs> awesome. 
All right, Jamber. So what are the other two questions we got? Yep. Next up on Patreon from Burn Retinas. With the reports of PS4's internal battery dying and completely breaking your console, do you feel this will be an industry-wide problem going forward with aging hardware or just a Sony problem? I saw this, and I was trying to follow that thing you, uh, you, I guess you retweeted yeah. about the guy, like, the battery dying. Like, I still don't understand, is it frying the actual hard drive itself, or... So, like, when it comes to the specifics, I'm a tech dum-dum when it comes to this, but, like, with older consoles, like the original Xbox or the Dreamcast or even my fucking CDI, like, they have an internal battery to keep, like, the clock and saves and shit like that, and... For a lot of them, the battery's, like, hardwired in there. It gets old. It'll fucking start to corrode and shit like that. And for the most part, you can still, like, start your console up and play your games. You just won't be able to save anything. This, with the PS4, it's, like, it, like, it corrupts, like, the hard drive. It corrupts all the data. It almost, like, corrupts, like, every file that touches your console. So, like, not only can you not, like, pop a disc in to play your game if you have it that way... Any of your digital purchases, like, just won't start up. Like, it won't recognize anything or your account. So, it basically... Does the copy protection run off the run off the clock? Like, to salt, that, salt its hash off a clock for any encryption or something? Or Maybe. I gotta look into it more. But, well, here's the Let thing. see if like, I can crash course myself. Because so the only other I, thing that would make sense is if there was a, a certain, like, uh, random access memory that stores something important on there, like, from the BIOS or whatever, needs the power from the, C, from the clock. Same as RAM would, right? But, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's if it wasn't if it was anybody other than Sony, I think that was a ridiculous assumption. The other thing is, so I saw that it's nuking the ability to play online games too, but wouldn't that? You know, now I'm not saying it's an easy fix. I'm saying though, if you get a new Sony console, but if it's if you still have your username and your account with Sony, wouldn't all that stuff still be there? Because isn't that stuff? Like, your purchases will still be there. Maybe your save files, I don't know if they'll be saved in the cloud or not. But, you know... You would think there should be an option for that. And and like we said, I I just saw it from Jim's thing. You know, you being the Twitter guy. I think that they gotta do some serious fucking... Okay, they gotta do something to fix all this. Yeah, nothing... No physical or digital will work offline without connecting to Sony server. If, uh... You don't have that working. And it might cause game install data corruption. Holy shit. <laughs> that sounds like fucking copy protection. Only that would screw up something so badly if it's not working. Hmm. I yeah. wonder why... Just gives random error after random error. Holy shit, man. But yeah. that was a PS4. What's Which PS4 was it? Uh, I think it's like almost all PS4s. But I think this might be the generic one. I know the Slims have a ton of issues. The original ones. It's, it's weird. We talked about it before because like... The Slims and the Pros had way more hardware issues than, like, the base model one. But I guess yeah. this is hitting even the base model ones, too. Shit. Well, I hope Sony has an answer for that. That's not going to look good. Yeah, it's called Buy PS5, fucker. <laughs> but, Jim, you of all people as a collector should appreciate that if you lose all that stuff, it sucks. Oh, yeah, no, completely. <laughs> I lose my fucking mind over that. That's like my nightmare. That's why I like... You still bitch about losing Simpsons Arcade because you didn't download it properly to your 360. God what? Goddamn right I bitch about it. <laughs> so I had Simpsons Arcade. I swear to fucking God, I had it on my goddamn hard drive on my old 360. He did. And yes, I fucking did. You did. And I, for whatever reason, I, I'm blaming my brother-in-law all the time. He's He was like four when we were playing it. So 
like I'm sure he must have hit a button and deleted it, and then it got delisted, so I can never like go back to the store and re-download it back. Yeah, so he lost his copy because he didn't have it downloaded on his hard drive at the time. So yeah, he still bitches about digital the, like, and at right. the time it was ten like ten bucks. Dollars. Ten fucking dollars. Dude, I'm angry about just, it now. <laughs> you could just emulate it, Jim. God. <laughs> How many times have we beat that game? We've even beat it drunk. How many times? No, yeah, no, we can play it any a thousand different ways. Still, the principle of the goddamn matter, Brian. <laughs> you don't even turn on your 360, so shut up. I turn on things. <laughs> now, nah, great, great question, Burn Retinas. Appreciate it, bud. Yeah, you can clip that quote, Jesus. <laughs> and last up from Alex Perez: What are some of your favorite adult skewing animated TV series? My vote is for King of the Hill. Oh. Everyone missed out on our anime talk in the break there. So yeah, yeah. yeah adult themed. <laughs> yeah, adult themed. Uh, would you? I guess the easy answer if you're talking about like cartoons it would be South Park, since somehow they're still going. I still can't believe how they churn those things out, and I don't watch it anywhere close to where how I used to. But when I catch one, I'm still like, wow, they're still uh, they still got some good jokes in there once in a while. So yeah, I guess that's my pick because I. As we discussed during the break, I don't get to watch that much TV anymore. Yeah, same. I'm not gonna lie; it's I'm hooked on the GI Joe on now on YouTube that they stream it, and I know it's not adult. I mean, they're shooting lasers; it's counting as adults. <laughs> screw it. And then 80s anime because they had no fucks were given. Yeah. Chopping people in half vertically. Yeah. Uh, exactly. If you guys haven't seen it, Wicked City. Like, yeah, anime was so much cooler back in the 80s and 90s. I don't care who was saying otherwise. When we had balls. If, if you doubt me, watch Wicked City. I guarantee you, you'll be like, what in the hell did I just watch? Or Ninja <laughs> Scroll. I think that one had like a, a Me Too accusation in it. That's how hardcore it was. <laughs> Ninja Scroll gets fucking... Oof. Yeah. What, what, you mean when it uh, stirs some feathers when a woman uses her poison vagina to kill a rock monster that's trying to rape her? What? Oh, just like Wicked City. The girl ends up having teeth and she turns into like a vagina monster like that and climbs away. Oh, I don't know, the... but that's the point. If you're gonna watch a cartoon, I don't want to see like nice stuff. I can see nice stuff all day at home. I want to see something. I want to see something that makes me have like a horrible twisted face while I'm watching it. <laughs> Maybe it's just, just me. I got like a Justin Wang away. vibe to me, where I'm like, show me something fucked up. Come on, guys. <laughs> uh, that's why. That's why you follow the Wangs in the pose of the world. Because if you just want to see something that's gonna ruin someone's timeline when you comment on it, those are the guys who do. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, the worst part is I know all the references they're making. I just I'm like, oh yeah, they're more like a nostalgia channel to me than like a than like a learning channel, you know? Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> they, they do the videos on like trying to teach new kids about like uh, BME Paint Olympics or Lemon Party or shit like that. Yeah, uh, guys like us were like, oh, fucker, this is what we pranked everyone with back in like 2003. Yeah, yeah. our one our one poor fucking sap of a friend. So let's just say he didn't computers well. And every time that he went to take a piss or went away for a little bit, we would always put this picture on his desktop. And he grew up hardcore Christian, shit like that. So Brian, to his credit, found this, like, almost, almost artsy, you can say. Like, naked guy, almost. like, silhouette, like, turned to the side, but still just, like, flop right there, like, in the middle of his desktop. And he never realized that, like, back in XP days, it always just saved the last internet image that you had there. So he would try to change it, but he would never change the actual thing. He would just put on generic background. So he could turn away for a second, three clicks later, silhouette of a dick's right back, back on his there. laptop. 
<laughs> and he, he would literally That's... just go, dude, how do you do that so fast? You know, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or like just the simple macros of like opening up your, as soon as you hit internet browser, it would just flood with a whole bunch of like terrible porn links that like would open like the windows automatically. And he's like, ah, I'm in the library. Yeah. You just oh, make when something... you click the wrong link. Yeah. I hated those. You have to restart your computer to get it to stop. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah, or you just make Goatsy someone's homepage and they don't know how to fix it. Dude, I've gone my entire life without seeing Goatsy and what? Two Girls One Cup. I don't know how I did it. Holy shit! I, I yeah. but now it's at the point where it's been long enough that now I have to keep it up out of pride. Yeah, yeah. It's if like you, you getting your Simpsons copy. The lost Simpsons. The, the one that got away. <laughs> Jim, you have any girlfriends that you miss? No, but there is this one game I had on my 360, man. <laughs> hey the Jim. game on your 360 never nagged you whatever that's goddamn right i could always come home to be to old reliable right there <laughs> jim now what about you for your uh your go-to adult themed cartoon um i guess i'll what do you call it I, I mean i guess for like the more adult humor themed ones like the first like three seasons of futurama to me are like basically perfect so oh good choice that's probably what i would go with on that one was like, fry's dog in the first three episodes the only cartoon I've ever cried over. <laughs> that that fucking one and goddamn the one with his brother. If oh, you yeah. can make it through those without goddamn bawling your eyes out at the end, then you're not goddamn human. <laughs> those fuckers. <laughs> no, dude, it got to the point where it would come on, like, Cartoon Network again. Like, at 11 o'clock at night, they would have it on for, like, a couple years straight. Anytime I saw that episode, I'd go, nope. Not tonight, motherfucker. <laughs> Jim's like, I don't need my tears as lube tonight. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, now, but who asked that question? Uh, that was from Alex Perez. No, thank you, Alex. That, that's a that's a great question. Yep. So that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. Awesome. So, Jim, we I, I've been waiting to get to this one. And we talked briefly about it, but uh, there's a certain streamer out there. The main event, yeah. Who? Her name is Ashley Robato. I don't know how popular of a Twitch streamer she is, but uh, there's this whole article from GamingBible.com, and I gotta say, I was glad I could pull it from because I saw it on Kotaku and Polygon. And I was like, I'm sick of like fucking clicking on, giving them clicks, and putting their links there. So thank God I found something different. But uh, she basically argues that playing games on easy should be normalized. And yeah, did you guys watch the video or do you know anything about this? I read the article and I went and checked her Twitch channel. She plays Kingdom of Hearts, Among Us, and Minecraft. And a lot of just chatting. I'll just leave it there. Although she's at 57,000 followers on Twitch, so it's not bad. Especially considering she doesn't wear anything low cut. It's true. Yeah. It's they must be there for some kind of personality. The only thing I've ever seen of her is her little video here. Her little spurt out about uh you know, saying telling people to shut the fuck up and accept them for playing how they wanna play. Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. Do you, she reminds me of that girl in high school that used to hiss at people. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you guys had that one, weirdo. I'm we, sure she's a nice I'm not harassing her, YouTube, Susan, chill. Yep. Please don't <laughs> monkey jones us. Yeah. <laughs> No, but here's the deal. Like, we've said many times. It's, number one, if you're going to f- worry about people giving you shit, 
you need to grow a thicker skin on the goddamn internet. And if you mm-hmm. want to step into the ring and play games and you want to play whatever games, you're going to get shit. That's part of playing games. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, I've never... Yeah. You're going to get your balls busted really hard. And if this is a new experience for you, then you've just been too sheltered to experience real life. Playing games yeah. on easy, you always get shit for. It doesn't matter what game it is. You know, like, even Jim and I, like, we struggle. Like, if we're gonna just trying to get footage for a game, I always try to, like, I'm going to try normal first. If for some reason a game's so hard that I just need to see the last boss because I can put it in my review, fine, I'll switch it to easy. But if I'm going to stream, I'm not switching that shit to easy because I don't want, like, you know, like, that's... That's a pride thing. I grew up doing that. But if I do switch it, I'm going to expect to get, catch shit for it. That's part of the fun. That'd be like saying, like, if you fuck up playing a sport and nobody's allowed to make fun of you. Like, no, that's part of it. Like, you get your balls busted. I don't know what else to say. And if she wants to be entertaining, that's another thing. Like, I know Civvy. You watch a Civvy video. It's not because of his amazing Doom skills. It's because he's goddamn entertaining. Right. Granted, he does do it difficult too but there's been some games where he's just like yeah i'm just playing on easy screw this shit but that's the point and i think she kind of misses that at the end of uh of the day at this career that she has chosen same as us right your job is to entertain nobody's just going to sit there and watch you play and if the only thing you got going for you is a game and not a personality well then yeah you better be speed running that shit on like top 10 people better yeah. be making videos with astrophysicists breaking down why you cheated or you better be entertaining because you can't get by on nagging and that's essentially what it is that reminded me of a dude's like wife nagging him to take out the trash but for like gamers yeah and imagine being a single guy it's like you didn't even get married to have a wife nagging you like dude (laughs) and you 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 gotta earn that sub to this you're fucking you're you're throwing (laughs) money at this to be nagged at yeah Yeah. no misogyny here i'm just saying I yeah, mean, but no, not yeah. I mean, this still always comes back to my fucking thing with these these goddamn fucking streamers. So, like, it always seems like they're like not to say that YouTubers don't fall down that rabbit hole of just not being able to take criticism or shit like that. But <laughs> this is just such a fucking nothing. Like, yes, it's exactly like you said. Like, if she's playing Among Us and Kingdom Hearts and Minecraft, they're not coming to you to see like your like gamer skills and shit like that. Like, she's probably yeah. entertaining. Fine, good. So if people are busting your balls about playing on easy mode, then why are you letting it affect you? Yeah. Just go, yeah, I, I mean, like, throw it back at them. Be like, you're coming here to see someone play Minecraft on hard mode? What the fuck's wrong with you? Like, throw it back at them. But <laughs> these people didn't grow up on a playground anymore, it seems like. Well, yeah, nobody got to use the bad gamer words from, like, the 2000s. That's the problem. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> she definitely did not have uh, Halo 3 in 2007. Oh, jeez. Wow. I learned more about racism there than I did of eight years with Obama. <laughs> it's it's beyond fascinating when somebody takes gets so upset because someone's went on Buster Balls, but at the same time, it's kind of like like you guys both said, you have the personality, you just deal with it, and you move on. Like if unless she's trying to like say like, oh yeah. I'm like beating these games and they're they're not so bad. Well, if you talk shit and say that and you're doing it easy, you definitely deserve it. Um, but if she's just that naive to think there aren't trolls out there also that are going to give shit as soon as they see you put it on easy, what like what are you doing? It's definitely someone who never had like a real job either. Like I, don't, I bet she never even worked in like a fucking McDonald's or anything. Like no, they're, 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 like you learn to appreciate. Like she has sixty thousand followers on fucking Twitch. She's doing good. 
She's never so, had a job. That yeah. is has been her job. She's gone to school. She has this, and now she doesn't realize the fucking dream she's living right now. And that's the thing that you see with like so many of these fucking people. Yeah, yeah. it's well, like, it's like, like we turned rich Kumi. kids into normal kids. Remember when it used to be only rich kids that were entitled to the point that they were detached? Yeah. Now we've kind of given that out to the average people. We've given that out to anyone who's like slightly entertaining. Yeah. yeah. The list celebrity straight to your head. <laughs> well, it, it's it's really made people be like, yeah, the idea of like, you're they're they're now shooting for such a low bar. Like, I can make forty grand a year just playing video games. I'm good with like, that's a life. Like that's it. Like you like there's no value above that because they're doing exactly what they want at this like. It's a very interesting thing, and it's that that sheltered idea of like, yeah, you don't have real hardships. If your biggest hardship are people criticizing how you play games, uh, what can I say, man? Go out. I, I bet you, if her neighbors have three cars in the driveway, she calls the cops. I think they're breaking <laughs> quarantine. Exactly. Oh, oh, she. You know, she's calling cops on people for masks. Actually, I guess I shouldn't. I, you know what? I got to be careful. I don't know what it is like. My twit, my Twitter, like rule of thumb has always been, like demographic, like things you can shit on, like a group, but don't shit on a person. You can always say like women ain't shit, but you can't say like Karen ain't shit. Right. <laughs> and I think I think YouTube it's gotten me through like eight years of saying some of the worst stuff ever. So I'm com- I should stick by that. I'm sure she's a wonderful lady. I don't think she calls. Wait, the what cops are you talking about? We, we've only been talking about Twitch streamers. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just in general, Twitch streamers. Yeah. Just in general, we didn't talk exactly. about specific. That's why I started with these fucking streamers. So yeah, why do I? Why do I have the feeling like we're trying to do a takedown video of like H three H three right now and trying not to get the Susan Hammer on us? We're like we're just in general talking about people. Well, we all we all had to learn from Leafy. See, even though he would make a video talking about crypto or the stock market just to be a dick, he would still say Pokemon has simps. So he yeah. did that thirty times and he got yeeted immediately. So we got we got to play the game a little bit. Which is funny because all he had to say was that when he said that she had a boyfriend, that's what caused all the drama to start off with. Mm-hmm. Should have stuck on that route. Started talking about the boyfriend. He's a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't. Yeah, yeah. It's uh... Brian's like who's Leafy? Brian's no, no, no. I, guy. He's I, no, no I know. I. It's funny the Leafy thing, and it's probably because of you, Jim. Like because probably shit you've commented on or whatever. Correct. But I've seen like I, and I love like I don't know what is that kid? Nineteen, twenty? He's young, right? Actually, I think he's, he's in his early twenties now. now. Yeah, he's is might he be really? thirty now. Oh shit! Okay, he looks young, but like he looks like he never went through puberty. But at the same time, because no, he has I, no chin. But like <laughs> that's, I, I, that's been documented. The old, the old, the old this. <laughs> yeah. But I just look at him and I go, okay, like this is a kid who's who hit crazy success, uh, and whatever happened with H three, whatever happened with Pokemon, like all that shit. I watched a few like short clip videos and like, oh my god, everything got taken down and he's losing money. I'm like, I, my my sympathy wasn't there. Let's just put oh, it don't he used to bully kids, man. Don't feel oh, too yeah, much. Oh yeah, no, he, he was oh, okay. Yeah. See, I and, and like Jim said, I don't know nothing beyond that, but like this big sap story about it. If he if he was doing that type of shit, then yeah, double fuck him. But no, when he, when he like got bullied off the internet the first time, like it was like well deserved, and then like he had yeah. his comeback last year, and then like he kind of got dicked over by YouTube. But it's also like yeah, but it's still leave. You can't feel that bad. That's yeah. yeah I'm also yeah. Mm-mm. Really, he, he has OnlyFans to thank for his comeback. Actually, if you don't know this, because that's yeah. how he got bullied off. Because he used to bully kids and like uh, mentally handicapped people on his channel. Yeah, and it got that like edgy teenage band. But he's very entertaining on it, so I even watched it. 
mm-hmm. and then iDubs. I think you know who he is, though, right? Oh yeah. All right, yeah. He did a takedown video of him. Oh, that's fucking right, because of his girlfriend. And like Leafy's comeback video was at. <laughs> yeah, as soon as his girlfriend video. joined uh, joined OnlyFans, then Leafy's like, now I got my chance. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then iDubs like went off the rails with that, like defending his girlfriend, which you know, whatever. But yeah, just Leafy's <laughs> revenge of just coming in and just going, dude, you're a fucking cuck. That's all he yeah. had to do, and he was right back to where he was four years prior. Yeah, everybody forgot all about his lack of a chin for five years. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was good. It's old YouTube. Back then, you were allowed to talk shit to other YouTube people, and they weren't gonna call that like targeted harassment. But uh, we're kinder, gentler, civilized time now. We can't talk about each other. <laughs> As you know, this one streamer that we're talking about, she kind of looks like, like Fillion's younger, nerdier sister. You guys remember him, the guy with the third eye? He's a he's big on he's a big YouTuber. He takes down like fitness channels that are all grifty. Oh really? Yeah, it's pretty funny. But you'll see him, and then you'll see her, and you'll be like, oh yeah, that is his goofy nerdy little sister, (laughs) just to look at him. (laughs) And actually, speaking back to the article, can we just get rid of the fucking meme of normalize this and that? Because oh, it's always like yeah. the most mundane fucking stupid bullshit that's like, you know, not everything has to be normal. No. It, like, the, like, like your little first world problem doesn't have to be normal. Like, just accept you're a little weird. Yeah, like everything. Also, yeah, you're talking about such a, a niche thing to begin with. Just like, like the I feel like one of the hottest topics Jim and I have talked about many times is the amount of people going on about emulators. Like, if you were a streamer and you're emulating, like, if you're going to get hate for that, there's a different mentality there. Like, are you there to watch someone just play game and personality? Or do you really just care about the collection behind them? Like, you know, like, what's really important? But people... I think they're just there to hate watch it. I think that's what it is. There's lots and lots of that. There's a lot of of that. that. The amount of... I got... (laughs) See, Jim knows I am... I'm susceptible to like I'll respond back, like if uh, if I'm if, and it happened when I was on Twitch, somebody was like commenting in and just being a complete troll, and I'll just be like like what the fuck are you doing? Whereas like Jim will just pretty much try to ignore it completely, um, but I like that's as far as like like I'll engage to a degree and just talk shit back, but like Jim he'll just try and ignore it or make like a goofy joke about it. And that's that you both happened. got good points to it, though. Yeah, I mean, engaging I, it a little bit, it's good for engagement. People see like how you handle stress. Yeah. At the same time, ignoring it works too. I've had both. Yeah. Like some, the kind of crap that people. Yeah. Sometimes a jackass comment, they'll just go, "All right, I'll stick around," or like that can work too. Or sometimes you can argue with people for a week straight, and then like a week later, they follow you and be like, "Hey, you want to collab?" Okay. <laughs> see, that's the those are the ones that get me. I hate the ones like I don't like if somebody hates actually hates shit and that's fine whatever at least that's a real emotion it's the ones right and i'm big enough now which is pretty sad to think of where people will do try to do takedown videos and try to make their channel off of the back of like my channel or the guys i collab with and those are always the ones that weird me out because i'm like are you even angry because they didn't they get my content wrong like they call me a pickup artist and i'm like dude what the I've been in a common law marriage for like 10 years. Like, slow down. <laughs> and, but and you're that, right. Those actually, ones are so disingenuous. They're not there to have a conversation. They're there to like, no. they're there to puff their chest in front of you and hopefully get you to subscribe to theirs. And then any attention you give them will draw eyeballs to them. And that's all they're concerned about. And you got to ignore those guys. Oh, exactly. And actually, that's kind of funny you bring that up because like, we're in two different, like, on two different spectrums in YouTube. Like, you're in like the advice spectrum. We're in the gaming spectrum. Mm-hmm. So like, 
Oh, the takedowns and like the drama side of like your thing, because like in game, especially in like retro gaming, like it's a real like weird faux pas to have like any kind of like either commentary or like drama ish content about like any retro gaming YouTuber. Like you really? instantly get put on like all the like we don't do it because we're too lazy and like we we just want to we don't want to st start that shit anyway. But like not that anything wrong with it. Like I follow a lot of drama YouTubers, but. Like, <laughs> A drama you oh, don't even get me started on that shit. Or the com they're called commentary now. Yeah, like, commentary. Yeah, stop. Yeah, you're all drama. Just stop. But yeah, like there's like there's a couple, but like it's also weird in the retro gaming one because like it's the most low quality shit too. So like some oh that yeah it's no different. <laughs> they try to be like because at least with like some qu content guys like commentator people who do like the general big name shit. Like there's like production value put into their video. I'm like you can tell they like really know their shit with like After Effects and crap like that. In the gaming sphere, it's like one guy like either like rolling a joint for ten minutes like in a noisy like backlit room, or it's a guy like trying to overdub another video, going, "Oh, here's me with the game I didn't play for and shit like that." And it's just like, yeah, it, it's it's so weird how the sphere like they try to have haters or like copiers of like that other realm, but like no one seems to do it right, and then they just get bullied out of the hobby entirely anyway. Yeah, they're like that, except for we can't bully anybody out of the hobby. But it's, I mean. For the most part, mine are they'll like say like your girl's ugly and you're gay, or you fool around with kids. like it's like random stuff like that. And it'll be a how do you fill twenty minutes with just those two statements? I don't even <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah, they'll try. I, you know what it is, and the only reason those things exist, I have a certain dis despise is the word I'll use for <laughs> for drama channels for for as Jim called them commentators because like oh so that's why you don't know who leafy is i watch that shit and i go like you're anyone that does that shit has never been punched in the face has never had real consequences of talking shit to people face to face like i i grew up much different than i guess many of them and yeah. and and the idea of like doing that it's extremely lazy content i don't care if you're the fucking michael bay of youtube and you can do all the after effects like jim said but you're still your content is really you're just reposting like 10 second clips of someone else's and then you break it down like how much do i need you to fucking break down a paragraph for me but mm. like there's so many of these channels and the only reason they're so popular is because as humans we love drama and we love confirmation bias so if you're like i think leafy's a piece of shit oh here's 12 reaction videos to his latest video so let me watch all of them and make sure I'm yeah, right. Ecosystem. What I thought. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's like that's that's the worst part of like the the negativity of like the YouTube is like that kind of community because it's like if it if it makes you feel better too though those guys are constantly having to produce because I mean does anybody give a shit about like Johnny Depp and Amber Heard anymore with her beating him nobody cares no, nobody gives two yeah. shits yeah so that's the thing they have to jump on the outrage and it's a constant struggle and if you're if you forget to do it for like two weeks they'll forget who you are. And so those guys have basically put themselves on a path that is very stressful. Like, for you guys, mm. playing a game, that's evergreen. As long as that game exists, there'll be a reason to watch the channel. And that's awesome. Yeah. But that's slow. It takes time to build. I mean, same thing with me. Like, I'll do stuff that's sort of timeless, too, and takes forever to build. I could just shit on some middle-aged soccer mom drinking White Claws like uh, this other guy. I guess his name's Kevin Samuels. I mean, he's a good content creator, but he essentially is there for, like, yelling at people's ex-wives and everybody's like yeah teach her a lesson she needs to learn and you're just yeah. like oh and he gets he blows up but yeah how many channels do you see on youtube right now with like a quarter of a million subscribers that get maybe two thousand views a video 
Oh, oh that's yeah. what those oh, yeah. channels end up having. Mm-hmm. Or they fizzle out real quick. I mean, yeah, like, mm-hmm. like don't get me wrong. It's funny because, like, you do see some of these content, you know, as, as you said, the content creators. Like, no, I don't want their schedule. I don't want that stuff. But, like I said, it's just so... It's like tabloid journalism, if you will. Like, yep. It's like no one takes it serious. It's the TMZ world, and everyone wants to be a TMZ person. And and the and you look at the views and stuff. You're like, God damn, why are so many people watching it? But I'm saying that as I click the video to be like, I just hate this fucking guy. Oh wait, I'm watching yeah. it. Like I I I get sucked in just like everybody else. So it's popcorn. It, it really is, and it's one of those deals where I hate that that should exist. But I know it's not going anywhere, so it's like I'm not gonna make a big whatever about it. It's the loot boxes of content creation. That's what it is. That's it's a DLC. That's what it is. It's loot boxes, DLC, microtransactions. There, that's the equivalent of yeah. all those drama channels. That's like, good. Yeah. But yeah, I'm with you. I don't. Guys will send me like specific parts. Like you got to watch this a whole minute, and it was like a minute long clip of like a 30 minute <laughs> cast, and I watched like 30 seconds of it. I'm like, I gotta go. I'm same as you. I'll. The best, if I can get some, like, what what they actually need for drama channels, and I think this would take off if you ever want to go down this route, is do, like, a TSN, you know, like, those 10-minute things where they, this is the day in sports. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. If you could do one of those for drama, like, skip past all the nonsense and just get it into, like, three sentences so I have something to talk about at, like, the water cooler or with the old lady. <laughs> oh, did you hear Kanye's getting divorced and Leafy just got fired? <laughs> oh, my God. And that is yeah. all I know, but that's all I need to know because then they can run their mouth about the rest. Dude, there's nothing fucking worse than, and this is that me, like, sitting on the couch, like, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling through, like, some dumb drama of the day or some shit like that. And my wife's like, what the hell are you looking at over there? So I try to explain it to her, and she just gives me that blank stare of, like, okay. Yeah. And I'm just like, ah, uh, yeah, this, I, I fell down one of these holes, didn't I? Jim, how many times before podcasts or just in general, I'd be like, "What's going on with this thing with this YouTuber?" Like, like I'll see mm-hmm. like a, a a very high level highlight or, or heading somewhere, and I'm like, "I don't know what this is." I just ask Jim, and it's usually the same old story. Oh, this guy talks shit on this, or he did that, da, 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 and yep. I'm just like. That's yeah, all so, I need to know. So, so this guy's a groomer, but he's not like really a groomer. But then like everyone's calling him a groomer. It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah. those. Yeah, I know that's the big one now. Oh my god, he's nineteen, dating a seventeen-year-old, and I don't know. Oh. I just watch those things because I. Well, not all of them. Like I'm aware of them. I don't watch them. I usually catch because some idiot always just takes fifteen tweets and writes a news article on it. Right. So okay. I can just read the fifteen tweets and be caught up on it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, I kind of like it for like I've got it obviously because of my space. I got like this focus on the Me Too thing. And there's always those men's rights guys talking about false accusations and that. So I kind of like seeing how it plays out in the field. But you're right. It's it's complete mind rot. And if I have anything better to do, it's definitely worth putting it down. But I mean, yeah, there's something it works. so nice. Yeah, oh, it, it fucking works. But mm. then, then there's something so nice about just like turning on like a Frederick Conson video and like a two hour documentary about like a guy fighting a, a robot in a chess match and like making it entertaining. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, oh, I'm dude. Two hours. That's why if you looked at the statistics, not only has drama bullshit went up, but people watching people like, I don't know if you guys are like me, like if you come across your YouTube or your Facebook, like the amount of things of like someone like restoring an old lighter or carving something out of wood. Art restoration. Yeah, like they're so watched because you do look for something just pure, non-bullshit creation, like it's a juxtaposition of all the bullshit drama that's that really doesn't matter 
those views on those other things, like people fucking doing pottery or cakes or shit. Dude, you don't I had a sawmill channel it. that I'm hooked on. Like, I totally there you feel go. you. There uh-huh. you go. Like, <laughs> yeah. everyone has that thing. And it's like, even if you just watch it a little bit longer, you realize your timelines are starting to get filled up because that's your like that's your escape that's your quick break and you're like why am i watching this like like i said i watched this like world war ii lighter being restored that was like all rusted out I'm like, i saw that one yeah i was like i don't know why i care about this but i'm gonna fucking watch it like you know oh, it's... dude you gotta you know what you're gonna love there's a fine art restoration channel too that does stuff like that but it'll be with like the paintings that you always remember seeing oh, on yeah. a movie somewhere yeah yeah like, those ones are oh, even cooler because you guys are like that's 500 years old don't screw it up yeah. <laughs> like and i have zero investment I, like i don't know shit about it but i watch it i'm just like it, it, it is something nice like i don't hear someone talking you don't this and that like it is just, yeah and it's uh it, those views have gone up like i said the same time as like these stupid like drama channels have it's funny like mm-hmm. you see that rise at the same time i wonder how one... much of it in the drama channel is guys and how much of it is girls watching it kind of worried because i know you know that study where like guys in the 80s like a 60 year old man in the 80s has as much testosterone as a 20 year old guy in 2021 i don't know if you've ever seen that study oh jesus i i yes i believe it i unfortunately yes as jim said yeah but if you and then i'm wondering like is this why we have like drama channels are taking off is that a chemical is that because they're turning the frogs gay or you know what i mean (laughs) i mean it's goddamn globalists uh, at it (laughs) you look at the lifestyle of a 60 year old who grew who if he's 60 in the 80s you figure the life they grew up on and the style Mm -hmm. versus anyone grew even our generation like you know we can't compare to our parents generation of what they went through and how they were raised and all that shit yeah it's uh you know it's an unfortunate i I think i've heard it many many times but it's a pussification of generations like no bri bri please um i don't think grandpa lived through pewdiepie vs t-series so i don't think he (laughs) knows real struggle (laughs) damn it jim (laughs) jeez i'm gonna i'm gonna out myself as the old guy here i'll talk about him in the wall street journal (laughs) or the new york (laughs) Was it yeah. Wall Street Journal or New York Times that was calling him a Nazi? It no, was, Wall Street Journal, wasn't it? it? Was, yeah, it was yeah. Wall Street. Yeah. yeah, even they had to jump. They're like, "Oh, biggest YouTuber of all time. Let me jump on this." It's uh, <laughs> yeah, Let's take out the competition. But that's where we get our fix of like, that's drama. That that's the adrenaline. That's not seeing two people fighting at the bar that you go to day in day out that you might get pulled into. That's that's the fight. That's the schoolyard fight right there. They've never had a fight burst through a public restroom toilet while yeah. you're taking a shit at a bar. Never had. <laughs> uh, I can't say that I haven't. <laughs> they, they've never. They've never had to be in front of Patty Wax and have someone pull a gun on you, waiting for the cops to show up. Mm-hmm. As there's a guy, one of your buddies, who has a busted glass over his head, just sitting there. Like they've never had to see any of that. You know, different different styles. Yeah, d- different ways we get brought up. Oh, yeah, God, just ho- just holding that door open while I'm taking the goddamn. <laughs> Two guys picturing my grad party where a guy got cracked over the head with a chainsaw bar and had to be taken to the hospital. Yeah. And when I showed up, two 16 year olds were finger blasting each other on the lawn. Yeah, <laughs> Diff- different different. I'm things. from. I'm by the way. I'm a hardcore redneck. You have no idea. Like I raise cows. <laughs> I, I know how to rope cows, ride horses, That's took awesome. inner tubes down the river, had a quad. <laughs> Ran over myself with a tractor, like all the works. <laughs> so, no, but that, all your that, stuff, you guys are saying that. I'm thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember yeah. that too. Yeah, 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 I did that. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I've, uh, 
that people just have different things. Well, well, Bri had the fun growing up of being the uh, the one with, let's just say, the special boy strength. So, like, one of the friends would start talking shit and then just run behind Brian and be like, get him! <laughs> yeah, You got I, that uh, thing where you just grab and squeeze and then the thing goes away in front of you? <laughs> yeah, essentially. That's, that's one way to Did you pet the it. rabbit? <laughs> yeah, basically. That's that's a very good way to put it. Nice. Um, no, the, yeah, that, there's, there's a complete different mentality with me. And it's, uh, yeah... I mean, unfortunately, I see. I may, who knows? Maybe it is better that people don't deal with that because some people I know couldn't deal with that kind of stuff, and they might have turned out worse. But I personally, through my experiences, I think all that type of shit, seeing those hardships and not worrying about YouTube drama, made me better and my character better. But you know, who's to say? Can't fault you for it. I wish I I wish I knew less than I did. So. You make me want to be a better person. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's... uh, Every time, like, it obviously slowed down because of uh, COVID and shit like that, but, you know, we originally started the page as just, like, a reason to hang out once a week and get drunk and play games with each other and be like, oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. we're making a video, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, we'd be doing that, and then, like, after a while, Brian, like, anytime I'd, like, come through the door, Brian would be like, Jim, what the fuck is going on with this? I'd be like, ah. Yeah. Oh, just be glad. Do your girls watch that? Like, they probably know all the Tati and the James Charles stuff. No, they don't oh, know any they, of them. They are really? so out of it, are which is beautiful. Um, yep. They're still, like, they both have their terrible, trashy novels, their terrible TV shows. That That's their vices. Like, they both have uh, terrible tastes in TV. I was lucky for you guys then. My girl is the whole reason I knew about all that stuff. And I was like, <laughs> guys drama? We still can't hold a candle. <laughs> girls are like, step aside. Oh yeah. No, yeah. I I don't. The the thing is, I get what I call those dead eyes. Um, my wife will do the thing where she'll explain a situation, but I hear every <laughs> detail. I'm like, you basically just tried to read me the book. I'm like, or the the plot. I'm like, I I, I just like space out. She's like, are you doing that thing where you're not listening? I'm like, mm-hmm. Just what? Yeah. What 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 happened? What? Who? Where? Why? <laughs> Just tell her if there's no blowjob scenes, I don't want you to read it to me. Exactly. <laughs> well, there's stuff that's almost guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think yeah, a lot of guys don't know what's in a lot of those novels. They don't realize those novels are essentially porn for girls. Oh, like they're literary they're porn. Absolutely. Oh, that's why I call it mom porn. Like that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. I'm like. Yeah. But it's literally how the br- girl's brain is wired for that. Like language. That's why you know talking right. your way into a girl's pants was a thing. They're not visual creatures. Yeah. That's why looks maxers never get laid. Yeah, exactly. There's a term if you haven't heard that one. Looks maxer, <laughs> look, a guy who look, treats who treats strength as the attribute you got to get to 18 plus two for being half orc or whatever. Yeah, they literally <laughs> like you have to be you have to be six foot tall, six figure salaries, six inch dick, or the girls will never talk to you. Six pack abs, and they call it looks maxing. They even talk about like their jaw lines, like a type two and type one jaw. The only reason I know about this shit is because they've done takedown videos of me and back. Before I learned to tune it out, I used to watch them all. I'm like, what the hell are they saying about me? And I'm like, this is confusing. I have a type two jaw. I don't know what that means, but apparently it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah the, there's I... a whole whole under group of these kind of guys that are like the 40 year old virgin, basically talking about bags of sand. And they'll have like a YouTube PowerPoint presentation on, mm-hmm. on their convoluted theory on what gets girls. Well, I mean, we talked about this at the very beginning. I, I mean, yeah. it's going to be the tremendous oversimplification, but at the end of the day, it's it's confidence. It's confidence and not caring and not trying too hard. Like as Jim said, 
he could just all of a sudden he had a girlfriend he didn't care no more all of a sudden that's when it happened for like you, you know like i i have friends who you would think in the looks department they would knock it out of the park but they have trouble out the wazoo but then dudes that like you're like how are you able to like keep talking it's like they just don't care. Yeah. They're confident and comfortable in, the, in their skin. You know? Plus, you guys have done like 100 podcasts. Like, I think at this point, you should be able to string a sentence together for a couple hours without <laughs> breaking a sweat. Oh, yeah. You'd, yeah, you would think. You'd be surprised how much you can like bullshit, like, after, especially after doing stuff like this for so long. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's because yeah, the other day... episodes where we come in and we're like, shit, we have nothing coming into this. All right, let's pull some teeth. Those are my favorite, though. You got to love those. Cause then it just goes down whatever and you have no idea where it's going <laughs> it is good to just go into fly sometimes too like yeah. all right how am i making this work yeah i mean i instead of like and that's why this part of jim and i we don't we try not to do the agenda shit because it's like go where the conversation goes like you said mm-hmm. obviously you hold the conversation really well you know how to talk back and forth we've had plenty of people where you try to pull something and it ain't much coming so you just you make up as you as you can however you can oh. Oh, those that must be like pulling teeth, man. I do not envy you at all. Like, take these guys to an improv class. <laughs> Actually, no, seriously, that was probably the best thing I ever learned because I was a bit of like a drama nerd when I first got into college and that. And it was the best thing I learned was from improv was like the opening a conversation. Like, no matter what they throw at you, you use it. Never say never say no. Mm-hmm. No closes off the conversation. Always say yes and. Yes, yes and. And then yes they would do experiments. Yep. Yeah, where they throw some. Like that stupid show with uh, Drew, whatever his name is. Oh, Drew. Uh, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, where they throw it. It doesn't matter how stupid it is. You have to actually like say it and go yes, with it. And... You could try to change it. That's you basically know, it. You know what's funny is like, uh, like since we've done the podcast, like I was never a podcast person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like I, I've listened to, and, and it's funny, I don't listen to podcasts at all on iTunes or Spotify. I only Same. like I I tend to have them on YouTube. I don't even watch a video. I just have it, so I'm listening to it like in the background. And mm-hmm. I was doing it with like some random like Joe Rogan ones, and then it split off into like watch listening to other comedians, and the way their mind works is exactly what you're describing. Because I'll listen to almost now any comedian's podcast because they all have that I, that mentality of the yes end, the improv like. They keep going, and in some of them, especially if they're talking by themselves or if they have a guest site, it's kind of, like, weird. You see how they're able to spin it, and it gives me ideas, like, oh, okay, like, so you could, like, kind of take a story to here or there. Like, that mentality, like, comedians have a better way of socializing and knowing how to work a crowd. So that Yeah, like, Bill Burr's my favorite for that one, too. Well, I was about to bring up her because he he's done it for fucking eleven years by himself, basically, unless he has mm-hmm. his wife on with him. Yeah. But like for the most part, it's just him rambling for an hour. Yep. And like there's been times where like Brian and I've had to like for whatever reason we couldn't do it that week. So to try to keep it weekly, one of us would just do it ourselves, or like we would do it with a guest or something like that. Dude, doing it by your fucking self is hard. Yeah. Like just trying to think of just like what to say and like stream of conscience that much for even trying to pull like 40 minutes out of yourself. It's like, how does he do this all the time? Dude, it's the voice. Former, you know? <laughs> like I can, I can, I can run a train of thought that long for me. It's the voice starts to get harsh at the end. I don't have proper speech. <laughs> I don't use the diaphragm or something. I don't know, but I like it. Cause then you just kind of, you're almost teaching yourself something. Mm-hmm. But then again, at the time, like when I was first doing those, I was also, I was finishing my book. So I would think about a concept I was trying to write anyway. And so to help me kind of ramble on about it, I have to go back and watch them now, though, because it sounds like, oh, it's very eloquent, this, 
like that Simpsons <laughs> where Homer's sitting there talking about his party jokes and like that flashback. But then in real life, he was just staring at Maude Flanders' tits. <laughs> That's probably what <laughs> my thing went. But Scene deleted. But whatever. If Steph Molyneux can do that for like eight years, staring to a camera with a white background, talking about philosophy, I think the rest of us can handle it. Yeah. We don't have egg cartons, but we do what we can. God, did you see? Actually, speaking of him, because like I never really followed him much, but like I saw like a clip of on Twitter of like a recent video he did from like either D Live or something, and he was oh, kind of where he's like, crying about not being popular anymore. Uh huh. That one where he's like, he's like, I used to have millions of people, and only like seven thousand came over to D Live. Like the the people don't follow you. It's all about the platform. And I was like, holy fuck, man. You know what? It's terms of service. He had to. He just harassed the right person that finally had enough shit. And then once you're on that list, it's hard to get off of that one. Yeah, you're done. He kind of taught me. Point. Yeah, he did teach me a good lesson. He's the reason I have that rule where I don't shit on people. I shit like in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always preface anything when you're going to dunk on somebody. Say people like this. Yeah. <laughs> Go with it there. Nah, it's but I mean, he kind of had it coming too. I don't know if you remember his old stuff where he was talking. It was a borderline scam. And he almost got his wife, who was a psychologist, I think it was, or psychiatrist. She almost he almost got her license revoked because they were doing some like oh, random shit. MBTI type stuff. He actually lives just like half hour away from me. I think he's in Mississauga, Ontario right now, <laughs> which is Crazy. weird because yeah, like I never heard like much about him until like he had all his controversy and got like heated off YouTube. So that's like when I heard of him, and I was just like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Dude, with I still hate eggs? the fact okay. that you say yeet it. I'm on yeah. the internet too bitch. much. You really are. <laughs> <laughs> Every so often, he throws in like these goddamn. Or, or, I'm like, or I'll say fucking TLDR in real life, and then I'll just. Oh like, god! What no, I he that. really he he uses these acronyms. I'm like, you're not in the government. Like you're not, and you're not a 13 year old girl. Why are you using these terms <laughs> to me? Like, what are you? Gotta doing? get young and hip with the kids, man. Get yeah. with it. No. Hey, kids! It's happening. <laughs> I'm on eight, 100. They still say that. Uh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Even even my references are getting boomery for internet talk now. <laughs> That's fine. Boomer is going to be the new nostalgia. Oh, the oh, vaporwave yeah. is going to be boomer memes. Wait till that that nineties two thousands fashion comes back with a boom. <laughs> oh, I think it's I starting to... on TikTok. People are starting to wear like bell bottoms and shit again. I saw. Well, yeah, there. Was right, that... you still have your fucking dragon pants, don't you? I wish. <laughs> I'm so pissed. I finally got rid of those. Those and all my fubu and all that. Man, you don't even know. Have you guys tried TikTok yet, or have you not gone on there? I can't. I can't. I can't. My well, thanks to Jim's wife, wife. Thanks to Jim's wife, I know about it because she shares it with my wife, and then my wife will show me some stuff, and I'll just go. It's. Oh. It, it isn't. I was like, I still don't get. Like, is that not Vine? Like, I remember Vine was it's a thing Vine. for a minute. Yeah, it's basically Vine. Like, I don't know what the difference. I'm like, okay, I just uh, people well, dancing. And it's funny because, like, it can be a good way to get, like, eyes on you. But then, like, it's another thing where, like, it doesn't translate. Because, like, our buddy Grant from Shirt I'm Wearing, Thought Cops, that podcast, like, he's actually got, like, a really good following on TikTok. Like, he's got a couple videos with, like, a million views and shit like that. Like, just, like, like, he's playing, like, a character of, like, the Chicago guy. He tries to, like, frame everything as, like, being from Chicago or, like, shit like that. It's, like, goofy shit, and he admits it. And, like... He has a couple TikToks that have millions of views, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm trying to get it to fucking come over to the podcast, and it just doesn't happen the way you no. think it would." The, if we've learned one thing, it doesn't. You can be the biggest Twitch streamer in the world, doesn't mean it's translating to YouTube. Like the platform people find you on, 
they're probably sticking just to that platform for a reason. So yeah, yeah if you're, there, there's million sub YouTubers who have like three thousand Twitter followers and shit like that. Yeah, you just yes, you know, that's why I like email lists. I don't know if you guys. This sounds really weird, but email lists are actually extremely loyal. We have that on our site. Yeah, that nice. so that we 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 did a push for that <clears throat> since our site got fucked last year, and now I finally got to a point where like legit backups, legit everything. That's that's our push is like we're we're trying to do way more content just from the site. So that's the like you said, that's a more legit way. Oh, actually, well, it's more, it's more so like if fast. you get nuked from everything, they'll at least have like you can't ban somebody from SNTP. Even if they remove you from like MailChimp like they did with Stefan Molyneux, you can just sign up for like MailerLite or something. Yeah, but it's I always like the kicked off everything, didn't he? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, I watched it with some random Karen. Hey, do you guys know this? white nationalist or whatever's on your thing and mailer light with the blue check accounts like all right fuck that guy it's all it takes and then you watch and you could tell who had email newsletters with mailer light because they were the ones that started like all of a sudden retweeting like what the fuck moving to a new service i was like oh boy (laughs) because he's not i mean he's not even really that bad as far as his commentary goes he wasn't particularly edgy or saying horrible like i know a guy who's literally a pimp from romania (laughs) jesus yeah, Tristan and Andrew Tate, like they do that stuff. Sterling Cooper's a porn star. Like I know people that do some raunchy shit, and like uh, I, I've I've heard Andrew Tate before. Okay, yeah, I, I've heard him on other podcasts. So. <laughs> you you hear him, and he's just like, yeah, I like send women living with me, and like you know, I make them get on the camera, and then they make me the money. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, like, yeah, he Apparently is really one of the top ones too. De- yeah, different lifestyles. <laughs> but that's the Say point. The like he's just fine. That's why Stefan, I don't know, I guess he just got the right attention from the right person at the wrong time. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, but all those people are like, well, if that's now the bar from how I'm going to get booted from your platform, I'm going to go use something else. Yeah. That's kind of my thing, too. I watch who gets banned from what to see which platforms I kind of try to avoid if I have a choice. Like, obviously, YouTube, you kind of have to. Yeah. It's it's like Amazon. If you want to sell a book, you got to be on Kindle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and, and, but that's There's the other thing. games in town. How many times, Jim, how many different, I feel like there's been at least three or four different platforms over the years. You've been like, oh, this one's starting up. We're, we should start uploading this. I'm like. Fucking VidMe, the DLives of the world, shit like that. Yeah, they're all, they're all it's like, come and go. You know, love I mean, it DLive's or, still around. Love it or but... hate it, there's not going to be that, like, true competitor to YouTube. There's not going to be, like, even YouTube Live is trying to be a competitor to Twitch, but it's really, it doesn't compare like, there are certain things in its lane, like, you're not going to fuck with. TikTok could be a flash in a pan, but, like, you're always going to have your Facebook. You're always going to have your Instagram. Like, so just stay in the lanes. Figure it out. Yeah. Oh, well, to be fair, TikTok I'm on BitChute now. Yeah. yeah, they all did go to BitChute. Yeah. But the only reason I went there is because, see, the smart video platforms are like, we will migrate all your videos here for you. And that's the only reason I signed up for them. So they're not stupid. Yeah. Haven't said yeah. that these views. I can see why Molyneux is crying. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, 21 dude. views. What the fuck? Oh, dude, I think I put like one or two of our videos on uh, Bitchu just to like try it out and see how it would go. And like after a year, I was at like three views. I was like, all right, I'm not gonna really, I'm not gonna pursue <laughs> yeah. this any further. I'm definitely not gonna be a sticks hammer. Was a sticks hammer six 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 sticks and hammer that guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Christ. He's a razor fist. Yeah, shit. those guys have cornered the market where it's too late. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you then you like go to the homepage and you see a lot of what's on there, and you're like, that is a lot of symbols. All right, I'm not. Yeah, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Why X wasn't that bad? Oops, click delete. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that stuff. 
that was the other thing I missed. I think that's why everybody's talking about the the Austrian painter scene from the 1940s. I guess because we all grew up staying up till three in the morning, and the only thing on TV were those like History Channel documentaries in full color. Finally, uh-huh. mm-hmm. then yeah. we then everybody grew up, turned 35, and they're like, "Oh man, that must be what life is like." <laughs> Maybe they were right. It's like a it's like a variation of the video games cause school shootings, but Discovery Channel causes <laughs> ultimate larping on politics. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be interesting to see what fucking like History Channel or Discovery Channel are, and like, because you see the way people are with like even fucking being like, oh, we can't put this in history books anymore. It's like it's a thing that happened. Like, uh, wait, wait, they're not putting? Oh my god! I don't know. What kind it, of stuff it, it are they taking out? Things. I don't know. I've heard certain stories about like what the fuck was there was one in California that took out like some kind of big event. It wasn't like the Holocaust or anything like you know something like super major that you you shouldn't take out, but yeah. it was some event, and I was like, they're taking that out, like. People should know to be like, you know, you need history to learn from it and not do that again. But yeah, uh, I don't know. We're starting to go down that rabbit hole. It's like little isolated incidents here at this point, but it's like anything else with the internet. It's just going to keep snowballing. Yeah. I still can't believe they're making me miss terrorism. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Bauer, save me. Jack Bauer and uh, Jason Bourne, come back, please. Yeah. (laughs) Because these new guys just aren't cutting it. You had the heroes, you had your villains. And the G.I. Mm-hmm. Joes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, geez. Basically, anybody that fights a terrorist is cool in there my you books. Go. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so what we need is another Cobra commander out there. Something we can all unite around yeah. against. <laughs> well, isn't that Jordan Peterson now? They made him the Red Skull. And then oh, they made Captain America a yeah. social justice yeah, warrior. Yeah. And he was like... You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like the dude's already zannying himself into oblivion. Just let him ride. Yeah. Pay your taxes, hail Hydra. <laughs> like what? <laughs> yeah, it's a. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there, there's a reason. That, there's a reason comics are just a funnel for the movies now. I think. I don't know, man. Yeah. Which is weird because it used to be the movies were a funnel to the comics. Yeah, you know what I mean. An action really how it was, and then one became the big money maker, and then it's just like well, oh, okay. The we'll, problem we'll is like this. for how many years were comic movies a complete joke, and then Marvel legit was like, we'll make real movies. I'm like okay, we'll copy those. Yeah, it's it's just the way it goes. Ah, it could be worse. They could be DC. Yeah. Oof. No. Oh, oh, don't even get God. me started about them. <laughs> I still haven't watched Justice League, and I'm I'm actually glad I didn't. You're not going to sit through the four and a half hour cut, Jim. You didn't watch it either, did you? No, of course yeah. not. So I I did watch it. I I was like, uh, you know, what? I'll just put it on. How many sittings did it take? It was no, no, no. I, you know me, Jim. When I sit through something, I sit through something. It was one yeah, day. I, I don't know if I, I might have taken some like food and pee breaks, but like, at the end of the day, I was just like, okay, it's better than the original, but that bar was so low. It just tells a bigger story. But of course, you have four fucking hours. It was like a. It was what I felt like when you see Salem's Lot or like the original Stand. It was like a mini series all condensed into one movie so you're like this could have been two movies easily but yeah so with that though ryan we do want to say we truly appreciate you coming on um you know had a blast how uh did you just stick with that one beer or did you move on to another one before oh just the one it's monday my sailor (laughs) days are behind me (laughs) (laughs) so uh ryan before we hop off please once again, plug away. Where can everyone find you? Oh, just look me up on YouTube, man. Slash C, YouTube slash C slash Rhinestone. Check out the videos. You'll like it. 
basically, if you're in a relationship or you want to get into one, it'll help you shore up the little things you may not have 100%. Or at the very least, you get to see how bad it could be. And so your girl can look at you and you can say, hey, you could have it way worse. Look at this guy here with the uh, with the lube jar that's open. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah, and then beyond that, I guess, I mean, I got a book. If you're a reader, you can always check me out on Kindle. Fuck files. I've got it on Kindle. I recorded the audio book. I even got it on Kobo. Speaking of which, the bit shoot of books. <laughs> so, yeah, all those links are below. So, guys, make sure check out Ryan's channel. And with that, we want to say thank you all for sticking with us. If you haven't already, please make sure you hit subscribe. And if you are listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please leave us a review. We always respond to them. With that, we want to say have a good night and cheers. Cheers, guys.